Coming up on episode 31 of Nosebleed Seats, we recap an incident in Denver regarding the Dallas Cowboys. But hey, the Dolphins won, so Eric's happy. What happened in college football? A crazy weekend. The Horns overperformed. We get weird with Wolchuk, where the adult film industry claps back at Ted Cruz. Eric gives his biggest L, biggest dumb. We talked UFC and Win River, which I saw. And as always, football Yoda's in the house. So stay tuned. It's the Nosebleed Seats podcast. It's about that time for some nosebleed seats to show everyone can afford to listen to. It is episode 31. Is it really 31? Tis 31. You weren't even ready, man. Bab- Bab's over here. He's starting the music. You're not even ready. You barely even had your headphones on. I was ready as I needed no, to be. No, yeah, you were because you, you, you slid in there and you made it happen. I'm proud of you. But you, the look on your face, you were surprised. I was like, hey, yo, this is happening. The music is playing. I saw. I heard the music. I didn't see it. I, I heard the music. Really? And I well, that's up. the problem because yeah. I saw it. I saw it coming you before you You saw it did. happening. And I was like, episode 31, hey. and I'm still waiting for a player to be named. Jamal Lewis, baby. Oh, I love it. You know who you know who reminded me of Jamal Lewis this weekend was actually the bowling ball himself, CJ Anderson. I really wish you didn't have to bring that up. The future Hall of Famer, from what I saw. Mm, but yeah. Jamal Lewis, man, I actually saw one of those. You know how sometimes you'll scroll through your Twitter timeline and it's like, this is a, a in this day back in time, so and so had an unbelievable day. Well, it was this past week, Jamal Lewis had an unbelievable day. I can't remember the team he went up against. Showed had like a two-minute clip of his day. It was like 200-plus yards. He's breaking tackles, running through. He was a freight train. I'm like, Jamal Lewis, he, is he not in the Hall of Fame? No. If, if you, He should be in the Hall of Fame. He did have two or three really exceptional years well, with this, the Ravens. But no, just based on this one game. No, all I, all I need to see is this one game. I need to know nothing else was about him Cincinnati? before or after, potentially. Potentially when Cincinnati. He ran for the most yards ever in a single game, right? That, I, I yeah, saw that as well. Very good chance it was that game. He looked like a demigod. Almost as good as C.J. Anderson. Almost, but not quite as good? Not quite. You thought C.J. Anderson looked better. C.J. Anderson looked looked like Emmett Smith used to look. Oh, please but stop. Just because he was wearing 22? No, truly, he looked like Jamal Lewis. That's the weird thing, because they're both like kind of shorter, thick, but just thick so backs. thick, but also got so much speed to outrunning... Defensive backs? C.J. Anderson was a boss this weekend. But before we even get to how awesome he was, we have to just announce this is a public service announcement. And if you want to turn us off now, that's fine. I understand. But the rest of the show is not going to be the same. It can't be. We have a uh, an injury. We got, we're having some injuries. Like the Cowboys here, secondary. Though. The Cowboys secondary had some injuries. Yeah, but they, they left the field and they stopped playing. They didn't give you anything. Our guy's here. He's in the chair. And he's making plays. He's making plays. He just can't make the game-winning play. No. That's because Zach Babb cannot talk, ladies and gentlemen. Producer Babb. How are we doing, guys? Yeah. Hey there, Babb. How you doing, bud? How we doing, guys? No Split Seats podcast. Zach Wolchuk, Eric Chiafalo, and producer Babb. Well, we're not going to get to hear the uh, the pipes of Babb as he is under allergic advisory. I don't know what this is. Uh, well, Attack yes, by really allergies. We made a decision that we deemed to be in the best interest of the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, we're standing by that decision. We're going to move on. All right, man. If that if that's what you got to say about it, Bab. I mean, all all I know is is you, you called a game Friday night, a high school football game. Yeah. And, and it must have just been the best call ever, man. Because you show up Monday and you're and you're practically whispering. Today you can't even say anything. Like we walked into the studio today and Bab's just like, like is Bab mad at us? No, Bab cannot talk. 
because he had a, <laughs> yeah. he had a screaming call probably Friday night, and then allergies, man. They're getting the best. Of <laughs> I've, been, I've been coughing all day. They're getting the best of everyone, and I didn't even know that he had a voice problem until I, I remember seeing his Snapchat Friday night. But I thought, oh, just the night. He just went buku bagonkers calling yeah. the high school game. He'll be good to go by Tuesday. And then you said to me because you saw him yesterday. Oh, I forgot that. Yeah, he's dealing with I'm this. laughing so hard when I get to the studio because it's like he's he's literally like he's like he's like mouthing things. He's literally he's hand signals. It's, it's American Sign Language in here. And he's on a short week this week because he's got a Thursday night call. I don't know if we're. I, I told him I'm available if he needs uh, someone to come in out of the bullpen. Yeah, I can so, do is it. Is that for selfish reasons or is that to help out a friend? Just to help him out. Just to help him out, right? Just to help him out. Not not I'm better. Serious. You. I'll take the Thursday night off. I don't mind. Well, Bab's gonna have Bab what. Are you even? Gonna, well, I guess you can't answer me. I want to ask, what are you going to do for Thursday night? We're just going to have to pump you in some Toradol like we do these NFL guys. Yeah, and they'll and, be ready to every go. Every once in a while, when we have to do a nosebleed seat short week. You know, we get those from time to time because the league forces us to do that. It's prime time game. I, I get they they want us on prime time. I prefer the monsters, the white can. No, oh really? The white can. The white can. Yes. I'm a blue guy myself. Just the white. Just the white can. Bab, what about you? Ball control. Bab, Bab's not going to be able to talk all show. We're going to give you so many opportunities, too, and you're just going to keep passing them up, man. This is probably going to be the best show we've ever had in terms of Bab drops, though. It, it, yeah, it is, because he's going to just be speaking through the drops. That's true. This might be the best yeah! show. There it is right there. This may be the best Bab we've ever had. I'm kind of excited. I'm actually looking forward to it now. Maybe turned off the your... show might be better. I've always thought that him, his mic off is when we're at our strength. Oh, do you? See, I've I don't like him chiming in. Felt differently. You like him speaking. You like hearing his voice. I like hearing his voice. It's soothing from time to time for me. See, for me, it's, it's a really little, good. It's a little whiny. You can't stand it, can I just, you? I listen and I hear, I hear bitching. Bab, Bab, how do you defend yourself? Good, coach. All right. He co-signed. This is awesome. What was not awesome? was the week two performance of one, my Dallas Cowboys, who went into Denver. Wait, why didn't we cue the Weedem boys? Wait, Bab, are no, you? No, no, we should, no, no. This is where the Weedem no, boys no, no, comes no, in no. right here, right? Mm -mm, no. Oh. Not only a win, only wins. Oh, um, yeah, that didn't happen this week. We were not them boys on Sunday afternoon in Denver. We forgot the boys. <laughs> Man. You are one pathetic loser. Hey, hey. Bab is on fire. I love this, Bab. Bab, it's the new Bab. Hashtag the new Bab. Hashtag new Bab, like they do with hashtag new Denton for the North Texas Mean Green football team. Hopefully the Cowboys can get a hashtag new defense. I think that this game, Eric, where would you like to start? I'll let you just kind of I would throw like to some start with the ass me. whooping, and then we'll go ahead and just finish it off with the ass whooping. Okay, here's the I think the that's probably whooping. the best. All right, so I'm going to start off by he giving his ass credit. Where credit is they already due. did. Stephen A. Stephen A. They already they already did. Congratulations, Denver. You played a hell of a game. Holy smokes, they, did they ever dominated my Dallas Cowboys. I was like, is this is John Elway playing quarterback? It looked like Is it, this the where is Shannon Sharp out there? We made Trevor Simeon look like a NFL Hall of Famer. Champ Bailey's definitely in his Four prime. touchdowns, 116 quarterback rating. Oh, he looked good. Mark Schlereth, man, in the guard spot. CJ Anderson, 118 yards rushing in a titty. Oh, he looked good. Holy smokes, Terrell Davis is out there. That's what it looked like. It looked like Wait, the never late mind. 90s Broncos, but with a better defense. Because their defense now might be the most talented in football. You're right there, but it wasn't Terrell Davis. It was even better Jamal Lewis. No, it was AKA. Who should be in the Hall of Fame. JJ Jamal, Jamal Jr. Yeah, CJ Anderson. CJ Anderson. But if you confused him for Jamal Lewis, I totally understand. Because holy God.
My Cowboys were bouncing off defenders like pinballs. So did they have a drill? We were, we were running into each other and literally knocking each other off of CJ Anderson, a.k.a. Jamal Junior. Do, do they have a drill? And you may know the answer to this, or, or, or Coach Garrett might know the answer to this, but do the Cowboys have a drill once or twice a week that they do during practice where, they, where the defense learns how to miss tackles? I think this they week, do an unbelievable job at missing tackles. And, Sean and Lee if, was missing tackles. All Somehow can, Jalen Smith led the team with 10. I don't know how that happened. 10 missed tackles? I saw Jalen Smith falling off of people. Yeah. I didn't see the 10 tackles. No, I, I, they, they've committed a lot of time, and, and you, you got to respect them for it because they put in the time for it. They, they drill it into their guys. We miss tackles. They do drill after drill, and, and they show up on Sunday, and they do exactly that. So I, I couldn't respect them anymore. You put in the work, that's what you get. They just played so well last week. They wanted to let the league know it's okay. That You've still got a chance. Like a year ago. Here comes the no-tackle drills. Yes. So now we can just make sure that we don't know how to tackle. C.J. Anderson can run for a buck twenty-two. Have a great day. Felt like a thousand. Everybody yards. practiced apparently besides Demarcus Lawrence because he had a great game. Two sacks, a strip fumble. Yeah, he Lawrence, was getting after it. Yeah, I also saw him. Who get you mowed gave over. no respect? Oh, I, he never I, got I saw, mowed over. I saw him get mowed over on a C.J. Anderson, aka uh, Jamal Lewis run that went for like twenty right there off the edge. He was playing like a man. That was sheer out there. tank Lawrence getting blown off the ball. But generally speaking, Lawrence was Very the only game. guy on the defense that had a pretty good game. I know who didn't was last week's shout out for you, cornerback mm. Anthony Brown. I thought he was wearing the gold jacket. He wasn't wearing the gold jacket. No. What happened? To that Demarius Thomas and Trevor Simeon looked like the dynamic duo of. I mean, geez, Peyton Manning and Marvin Harrison. It was there. more of a green and, and brown jacket. I'm not sure. I don't think any actual Bronco was playing in that game except for Von Miller. I think they just gathered a whole bunch of old dominant players, and they all suited up in Denver gear, and they. I think that's what happened. It was Jamal Lewis and, and Peyton Manning were definitely on the field. Well, this is a team that won the Super Bowl two years ago. Let's not forget. Yeah, and they, they look like Most they're winning defense, the Super Bowl again. They did look like that on Sunday. They the Vance like, McDonald's don't have a chance. No. They against like Simeon and these boys. The best team in football on Sunday against the Cowboys. That's for darn sure. The Did Cowboys you ever think to disgusting. yourself that, that you would, in your own mind, get to the point where you think Trevor Simeon's holding up a Lombardi? No. Because I, I think, think I'm think there. I, no. no, I'm there. No, no, no. How could you not be? I mean, they made the best unit between the Cowboys running back and their offensive line. That is the best unit in all of football. And they made them look like the optimists team down the street remember the one with the blind kids that one that's not a good look but that wasn't trevor simeon doing that that was their tremendous defense that's what i'm saying so couple that with simeon throwing 62 touchdowns and and, and cj anderson running like four. jamal lewis in his prime four touchdowns four touchdowns per player for the broncos they put four up 74 total. points practically they put up 42 it felt one of those was a defensive score so come on listen man they over, dominated. It was, it was just it was just surprising to see that Dallas offensive line. Now, granted, they got Von Miller and they got some guy named Wolf on their defensive Derek line. Wolf, Wolf from Cincinnati. Yeah, that's yeah. not like Wolf like Wolf it down. Even though I know that's all he does, he never eats. He wolfs things down. Wolf but I'm e. talking about Wolf with an L, like a like with a e. like a dog. Wolf with an E. Yeah, which adds more intensity. Honestly, Arr. if anything, it makes me think you're a meaner version Arr. of what like a coyote is. Arr. And he literally ate Travis Frederick six times. On his way to eating, that was the Frederick was the appetizer for Wolf before he got to the Dak entree or the Zeke entree. Was there it enough was, Zeke? 
There was so much like Zeke, Zeke on the floor. Every time I saw Zeke, he was getting though. up off off of a two yard loss. He was getting up off the ground because Wolf just ate yeah, his leg. Yeah, but Zeke didn't touch the ball enough for it to be an entree. He's a big guy. He's a lineman. He's a big meal. Oh, if it, that yeah, was more of an appetizer. He is a big guy. Did you see the photos that are coming around? Zeke was the meal. What was, happened was to the him? appetizer? Dak was the meal. He used to show. He used to lift up his shirt and show his cut up abs, and that happened at Ohio State. Then he got to Dallas, and it's like you can still see him. And then now. This year, it's like, what's going on? Have you seen the photos? I saw the photos. Zeke's definitely been eating. Maybe he, he does his little eating thing. Well, that was one photo. He's, he might be eating. I don't think he eats as much as Wolf. Who knows the angle the photo near. was taken in? Who knows if that was a burp? Who knows if Listen, he was, was joking around, rubbing his belly? But I don't know if you Who knows saw those it photos. It was, it was big time. It looked like a chubby dude. I will take the floor now. Go ahead. I know you're sad. I, I don't want to rub it in. But, I mean, listen, the Broncos are winning the Super Bowl. I think that this has been some terrible overreaction by Cowboy fans, by Bronco NFL fans. analysts, by Bronco fans, by you. By me. Wow. Swamp ass. Lots of swamp ass out there this afternoon. Well, for Cowboys fans, I On could Sunday imagine afternoon. that. You were yeah. probably sweating in your seat. It was just a bad game, folks. Listen, what are you going to do? Let's chalk this up to what it is. You're going to chalk Broncos? it up to the delay, the rain delay? No, 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 not at all. Although, how bizarre was that? It was I've weird. never seen a rain delay in an NFL game, ever. Dude. I've dealt with a lightning delay in high school, and the weather was so bad they had to come back and play the next day at noon. But I've never seen that in an NFL game. In fact, working the radio broadcast and being behind the scenes and hearing the off-air stuff, that was the first time the Cowboys have had any kind of delay like that in a game of that length since Michael Irvin's neck injury in Philadelphia, where they stopped for 30 minutes to get him off the field. Before that, there was a preseason game that I think had a weather to delay. Who counts to preseason? But that was an anomaly, and I was kind of thinking while it was happening, and the Cowboys had come out and gotten their ass kicked for about a quarter, mm -hmm. maybe this hour delay could be a positive. They can just kind of... They could have delayed that thing 54 times. Nothing every, was helping. They could have delayed it an hour after every play. Nothing was helping. Nothing was helping that. They could have played the game on Saturday. They could have played the game tomorrow. Denver was dominating that Cowboys team. And it was it was amazing to see. I was not expecting that at all. Denver, holy smokes, as much as I'm talking about them winning the Super Bowl, I mean, they're probably not going to win the Super Bowl, but they blew me away they looked a lot better than i gave them credit for i you we know that defense is really good the question for denver for me was the quarterback play and trevor Sim simeon did a really good job threw the ball very accurately we know they've got talent with two really good receivers their question was can they have a stable run game their run game looked great now the cowboys helped a lot the cowboys played about as poor as they can play they were missing tackles like we talked about they didn't cover but they, they practiced they that, were dropping they, well, they practiced that, that. sure they were dropping like flies in the secondary. You got Jordan Lewis coming in, the rookie who hasn't played football since the Orange Bowl against Florida State when he was with Michigan in January. Got a pick, though. What, he did get a pick. I mean, they were throwing at him almost every play. Yeah, he was bound to get one. Uh, he was bound to get one, I mean, and he was getting put on skates by Emmanuel Sanders. It didn't look good. Yeah, he it was only about picked as it. Bad, of as bad a performance that, that the touchdown to Emmanuel Sanders. Oh no no no! The where he goes was in bad. and out. No that was yeah, terrible. That, he got smoked. The interception, saying, sure, he got an interception. But that was, was only. Positive. But it was only because that the receiver fell. The receiver yes, fell. Yes, that like, happened oh, as well. I'm actually right here. This is still got to make the catch. Kind of like the Dez play. The Dez play. Like Dez, Harris picked it off, but it was only because Dez just it went right through his hands. He, that's terrible. Should have been a catch. By Dez. Dez also broke up two inters. It was just a bad game all around. Sean Lee missed tackles. He doesn't miss. Jason Witten dropped the touchdown. He doesn't drop. They ran the ball nine times. The Cowboys completely took, as well as the Broncos took Zeke out of this game, the Cowboys 
took Zeke out of this game by giving him five carries in the first half. And I understand it wasn't working. I get it. And the Broncos front seven give them a ton of credit, but you can't just abandon it. I don't care how, how much you're getting beaten. That was a close game. It was 14-7 going into the final five minutes of the quarter. And then you had the penalty on Demarcus Lawrence for, I guess, using the offensive lineman as support to launch himself to attempt to vertically block that field goal. That ends up being a four-point differential because the Broncos scored on the play. That made things out of hand a little bit. Okay, I get that. But your offense and your style of play is all about time of possession, which the Cowboys got dominated on when you, you don't ever see that. The Cowboys will usually, even if they lose a game, those games against the Giants, they still found a way to win time of possession. They were in the games. The game against the, the Packers in the playoffs got shellacked in the first half, came back, played their style of game in the second half, got back in it. Against the Eagles last year at home, getting beaten, they come back, they win it at the end. Against the Vikings, they just they stuck to their formula. They completely abandoned any sense to the Dallas Cowboys that we've seen over the last season in two games now, in a playoff game. What was that we were watching? That's not their remedy to winning football. You got to line up, you got to run the ball, even if it's not working, there's no reason Ezekiel Elliott, arguably the best back in football, you just said the best offensive line and the best running back, that's the best combination in the league, you've got to stick with it. You, I know it's not working, I understand, you've got to stick with it. Eventually, you'd like to think it will begin to work. You give Zeke the reps. You give him the opportunities. You keep plugging away. He will break one eventually. You've put it all on Dak Prescott, who's throwing the ball 50 times. Go and look at Troy Aikman and Tony Romo and Roger Staubach. Hell, look at Tom Brady's record when he throws the ball 50 times. Bet it's not good. Look at Tom Brady's record in Denver. Bet it's not good. Look at Tom Brady this past Sunday. More rushing yards than, than Ezekiel Elliott. He had nine. Nine carries, nine yards. He came in with a strong eight. He averaged yeah, like, eight. He averaged like, what, nine like carries. .7 yard Terrible. a carry. Terrible. The first time that's ever been and done. And I understand, look, you can say it's not working. I get it. But you ran the ball five times in the first half where that was a one-possession game until the final few minutes of the second quarter. Well, I've, I've read something, and I'm trying to find it right now, but I can't. Somebody was tweeting out that, Dallas has ran the ball or thrown the ball like 93% of the time when they're inside the opponent's like 20 yard line or, or, or like basically when they're in the red zone or something like that, where it's like they've, they've thrown the ball over 90% of the time in situations where it's like, are you kidding me? You do have the best running back and you do have the best offensive line in the league. And through two games, you're running the ball 7% of the time in those situations, not, not in general or overall but in those situations you're only running the ball seven percent of the time uh, what are they doing and that is something see that is something that as a cowboys fan i would just be so bothered by they did it in the giants game they're inside the five and they go three passes three inaccurate passes they, that, that end up in incompletions so it's like beat his ass please with the running game i couldn't agree more it's frustrating now i think a factor in that Although those numbers, that's a shocking stat. Thank you very much. I'm going to find it. Because that's a shocking stat. I'm I, digging. I think a part of that is Des Bryant has widely been considered, when healthy, one of the top red zone targets in the league. And when you put up Des's touchdown numbers, he leads the league in touchdowns along with Gronk and Jordy Nelson for touchdowns over the course of the last four years or so. These are stats that, that have been thrown. So, so Des is a big red zone target. They do like to throw to Des inside the 20, which could skew those numbers a little bit. But overall... 
That is shocking. And and absolutely. I don't know that having Zeke carry the ball another 11 times and you hit that 20 mark would have helped a lot. But it just it would have helped your defense who is struggling with injuries, who's playing up in the altitude, who's getting run off the field. You just want to slow down the game. You want to make it easier on your everything is just easier when you're just running the football. Keep Dak calm. I mean, hell, it was a terrible game for Dak. Dak injured his ankle early in the game, which I think was causing more of an issue than people made it out to be. And credit Dak, after the game, he falls on the sword and says, you're not going to win games playing the way I played today. Took it all on himself, and Dak's just that kind of guy. But I don't think that we're going to see... I think that that was the worst the Cowboys could play. It was the best the Broncos could play. People that want to say this is a blueprint now on how to beat Dallas, good luck. Go ahead and get arguably the best defensive player or pass rusher in the game in Von Miller. And a wolf. And a wolf. Go ahead and get yourself three elite corners. That can just press man you and lock you down. Good luck. Yeah, that's a blueprint right there. Nobody can match up with the tight end and his three corners deep along with an elite pass rusher like Denver is. Hey, you know what other uh, – uh, we, we, we all have another blueprint as well. The Chiefs gave it to us week one against the Patriots. So go ahead and everybody get that blueprint. Like New Orleans oh, – oh, wait, never mind. New Orleans couldn't do that. That's right, because they don't have the personnel. They don't have the personnel. It's just not going to happen. You, you, you can't do that when you have crappy corners, you don't have the best pass rusher in football, and you don't have a wolf on your interior defensive line. So There's well, just no way you're going to do that. Yeah, it's personnel played a huge factor in this. And that's why, look, credit Denver. I don't want to take anything away from them. They played great. But I think it was more of a fluky situation in terms of a really good team that matched up really well with Dallas. Dallas not being ready to play. Denver's a tough place to play. And the Cowboys don't beat the Broncos. Dallas has not beaten Denver since 1995. You know, those stats always bother me because it's like they're, they're completely different teams. They, they It's nothing. It's just basically at that point, it's just a uniform. It's a name. It's like the sure. 95 Broncos and Cowboys have nothing to do with but today's nine. No, but that's the know, last time they Broncos won. Cowboys. Four years ago, they lost. Eight years ago, they anytime they go to Denver, it's tough. It's just a tough place to play. It is a tough place to play. I'll totally give you that. That Especially definitely plays a factor. Their home opener. Yeah. You and, know? A, and you're talking about a or defense they're... who's not used to being on the field. Like mm-hmm. you said, that defense, the best part, the, the reason why you talk about, oh, my God, they look so good against the Giants. Well, besides the fact that the Giants' offensive line is terrible, Y'all's offense is able to control the ball. Even if you're not putting up points every single drive, you're at least getting into opponent territory. I mean, you guys are always doing that. Not yesterday or not Sunday. So that that threw your defense off. It's like, man, we're not used to being out here. Oh, and by the way, we're not used to playing without a lead when we know teams are probably going to have to throw it on us most of the time. No, now you got a little taste of your own medicine as a defense. You're going to be out there all game, and we're going to run it down your throat, and you're not going to be able to do anything about it. Hopefully, it was a wake-up call. The Cowboys will eat their humble pie, as will I. And uh, the team will bounce back Monday night in Arizona. Another house of fours for Dallas. Jason Garrett, 0-3 as a head coach versus the Cardinals with the Cowboys. The Cowboys do not have a good history at University of Phoenix Stadium. Watch out for Mateau. Watch out for Tyron Matthew and Patrick Peterson. Not quite the defense that Denver had, but they do have some decent pieces. But you got to like, for instance, Cole Beasley matching up with the third or second corner for Arizona instead of Chris Harris Jr. No, Mateau's going to be all over Beasley. I don't think uh, he'll be on Beasley. I think Mateau's going to be smothering Beasley. Might be on Jason Witten, though. Beasley's going to be sucking Mateau by the end of the night. I do like Mateau. He's a good player. Oh, I love Mateau. I like Mateau as well. He's great. Nosebleed Seats Podcast, Zach Wolchuk, Eric Chiafalo, Producer Bam. There's a little bit of Dallas Cowboys reaction. We'll get to more NFL talk coming up later in the show. But right now, 
It is the Eric Chiafalo special that we like to call Biggest L, Biggest Dub. Doesn't it feel good? Oh, it does. It does, doesn't it? Like, your Walchick's already... Get your hand out of there, Walchick. You're already getting frisky. Come on. Let me... It's Look warm. at you. It's warm. Let it so be. So predictable. Biggest tell, biggest tell, ladies and gentlemen. This... Gosh, this is one of my favorite times uh, of the week. It is. Because we, we just get to put everything out on the table and we acknowledge, hey, who took an L this week and who came away winning? Who came out on top? And again, we go in and out of sports, so maybe there's sports, maybe maybe it's not sports. Who knows? Because you don't have to be an athlete or in sports to take an L. So, let's start. Remember, we do it backwards now. Honorable mentions, you are first. So, biggest L, honorable mention. Toys R Us. I love Toys R Us. Well, sorry, friend. They're going bankrupt. No! I know. It's a, it's our it's our favorite 90s kids pastime. It's really every kid Heck, ever, right? 90s I think Toys kids. R Us been around since, like, Bible times. Because what did kids do? Go to Toys R Us and play That's with it. all the toys you can't afford to buy. You, exactly. Every, That's what I love to do. Every once in a while, you'd come in in, in there smiling. You'd come out of there crying because dad didn't get you the, the bazooka that you wanted. That was so overpriced, you couldn't even think straight. All right, Bab's trying to be the great producer that he is, but he can't talk. So he's trying to feed me information. He's giving us facts right now. Vocal cords. Bab, you sure you don't want to say it? What, what, what's, what's going on with See you, See him Bab? zooming into something here. All right, here it is. Oh, it was founded, ooh, 69 years ago. Hey, 69. 1948. So Toys R Us, been around for a while. We all know and love it. Going bankrupt, man. And, and I think it has a lot to do with technology. Kids are playing on tablets and phones, watching. Yeah. You know, they're, they're not they're not here for the board game. They're not here for the action figure, the GI Joe. It's a problem Joe. with the youth, though, don't you no, think? No, it's, it's a shame, man. What, what about Hot Wheels, man? They're extinct now. They have to be. Walmart, Heavily right? Heavily intoxicated. Walmart's got to have those. Walmart would have to have those. Bab, could you, do any, can you do any Hot Wheels research for us, Bab, even though you can't talk? Where Appreciate are Hot it. Wheels still sold? Because by golly, I might make a stop home on the way. Not at Toys R Us. Home. Actually, they may be doing, like, who knows? Maybe they're doing, like, some clearance deals or, like, just throwing everything for sale. So maybe this is your time to get in hot on some good Toys R Us. This might gear. need a Nosebleed Seeds live show at Toys R Us to try and revive the brand. Or at the very least, get some good deals on some Hot Wheels. Hot Wheels has been around for 49 years, according to the great producer, Bab, who can't talk. Uh, so not 69. So I guess Toys R Us is obviously better. Mm, better. But they take an L. Honorable mention L. Not the biggest. It's okay. Toys R Us, guys. Calm down. It's going to be all right. Andy Dalton, last week's biggest L winner. He steps down to an honorable mention because the Bengals won. They're just a catastrophe. We all watch him play on Thursday night prime time. They didn't win. No, they did not. That's why they're taking an honorable mention L. They took a big L. Andy Dalton in that Bengals offense still has not scored a touchdown. In two whole games? Eight quarters of touchdownless football. Yes, they do have the extraterrestrial A.J. Green. They have a pretty nice back in Gio Bernard and Joe Mixican. Joe Mixon. Joe what? Mexican. Mexican? I call him Joe Mexican. <laughs> Are you thinking about quesadillas I'm thinking again? about oh, tacos, but yeah. Uh, it is Taco it's Tuesday. Tuesday, dude. What do you want from me? So, Andy Dalton. Listen, I mean, listen. <laughs> You got booed off your own stadium last week. You got stuff thrown at you. You show up on primetime the week later. You got J.J. Watt climbing up your rear end all game, and you can't get in the end zone. Hate climbing that up rear. Yeah, we're both struggling. Hence. Joe Mexican. Oh, and Hugh Freeze. It's, yeah. it's Mixon. Definitely Hugh Freeze. 
honorable mention. Wait, wait, what did he do? What did he do? Remember a couple weeks? Uh, it's been a couple of months now, but Mr. he still he takes just he's always taking L's. Remember, it's the perpetual L taker. He is the Bible thumping Ole Miss former coach. Yeah, and I know that he's no longer the coach there. Yeah, he had a Tampa Bay uh, prostitution scandal. Whoa. Yeah, Hugh Freeze. I'm We're, not sure. If, I don't know if we've even talked about that. But yeah, so he's still taking an honorable mention L. Ew. But, but we have a bigger L of the week, and that leads me to the biggest of L's. I do look for L bigness. Now, this is going to be shared. This is shared by famous Kevin's. Kevin. By the way, before I get into this, Bab is giving me more information. The NFL record for more, most games without a touchdown is the 1933, you guessed it, Cincinnati Reds, when, back when they were called the Reds. How ironic. six games. So the Cincinnati Reds in 33 did not score for the first six games of the season. That is a bad, bad look. They said that's so bad, we're going to change from the Reds to the Bengals, and we're just going to forget about this. Nope. They're coming back in 2017. The Andy Dalton-led Bengals are now two games. Man, can they make it to six? Can we all cross our fingers that they get to seven? I'd like them to get to 69. So the biggest L's, yes, L's plural, famous Kevins. Kevin Hart and Kevin Durant. It's a struggle. It's a struggle for both of them. We're going to start with Kevin Durant. Now, this dude got caught on Twitter tweeting trolls from what he thought was his anonymous account. So turns out Durant is one of those guys who will make burner accounts basically to be able to go back at the trolls that go at him. But he accidentally was tweeting from his own account instead of his anonymous burner account. Oh. Yeah, to defend himself. So now he's talking himself in third person on his own Twitter account. That's great. To defend himself from a troll. And so basically it read this <laughs> Cole Cashwell, at Cole Cashwell, anybody who wants to follow this jerk bag. He tweeted at Durant, man, I respect the hell out of you, but you give me one legitimate reason for leaving OKC rather than getting a championship. KD then tweets from his at KD Trey, the number five account, which is his official verified that account. That is official. That is the one he used. He thought it was his anonymous whatever account, but it wasn't. So KD tweets from his own Twitter account, quote, he didn't like the organization or playing for Billy Donovan. Go ahead, give me the pew, 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 Because that is shots fired if I've ever heard it. He said his roster wasn't that good. It was just him and Russ. Wow. wow. Big time shots fired. Then he follows it up. He follows it up with, imagine taking Russ off that team. See how bad they were? KD can't win championship with those cats. So he's, so he's talking to him about himself again in third person. And he's just dogging. Because he's thinking he can freely speak. This is not yeah, associated to him. Exactly. This he's isn't good. Me. He's fine. This is like my brother Pablo talking whatever mess I want him to say. No one knows it's me. Ha <laughs> ha. And then what happened? How did he realize it was him? So supposedly he ends up like watching football on Sunday, falling asleep for a while, wakes up and his phone's just blown up and he has no idea why. And so everybody's like, what the heck? This is insane. This is insane. Turns out, so we've all been speculating, like he has to, he's probably like using burner accounts, right? Yeah. Well, the facts come out. So this is him. This is Kevin Durant today. This is Tuesday, two days after the Twitter catastrophe. He says, quote, I'm more so disappointed in myself that I was acting so childish. What I, what I thought was a joke is serious to everybody else. And I lost sight of that. And I apologize for that. 
but I'm going to move on. I'm going to move on. I'm going to play basketball. You can, you can take what you want from it, do what you want with it, but it happened. I'm going to take it on the chin and move on. He says, I played a little too much and that bleep really hurt me. To know that I affected Billy Donovan in the thunder, like I love those people and I don't ever want to hurt them. He said, I was at home. So this is when he's talking about like when it went down and he found out. He's at home taking a poo. He's like, I'm at home in Oakland Hills. Yeah, dropping a deuce. No, Pushing actually, one out. He fell asleep watching football. Uh-huh. Watching, woke up. Fell asleep on the toilet. Charged his phone and I just look what happened on Twitter. I see the person's comment sparked a response and I just don't remember it. I remember what I said and how I said it, but I just forget everything else. I forgot everything else. I was only focused on that convo and that was unfortunate. I look like an idiot. My peers are going to look at me like an idiot. All jokes, bring them. I deserve it. So at least, I mean, I'm glad he co-signs on the Biggest L segment that we're doing here. He says, hey, all jokes, you know, we'll take them. Hey, we're, we're bringing it to you, bro. And, and that's about as big as L as you can take. At least he handled it well for the most part. He's been pretty immature about things. Clearly was with those tweets, although funny. Uh, he's owning it. I think it's a mature way to handle it yeah. after the fact. A, a mature way to handle a very, very immature act that you did. Certainly. I would say. Probably because to own up to that. Because he could easily said, hey, I was hacked or, you know, this, that, or the third. But he was like, yeah, dude, this is what I do. Can you imagine being a <laughs> champion, winning the, at the highest peak of your career, and you're the MVP, you're making more money than you can fathom, and you're sitting there worried about Schmucko in his mom's basement hounding you for leaving OKC. Some people do just get a kick out of doing that, man. No, but I, I think the only reason you do that is if, because it's like when something actually bothers you, it's because you think maybe it's true. You Clearly know, it was true. That's what I'm saying. Kevin Durant kind of a little bit. He knows it was kind of a cop out for him to do what he did. I, I think he just kind of feels that way. So he's a little insecure about it. So he, enough to want to make burner accounts, dude. Oh, clearly. And just a rookie mistake. <laughs> You're using your verified account. Pay somebody to do this for you. Why are you doing this? Yeah, I don't even want to handle my own verification account. I'd rather just have my burner accounts where I can make fun of other people. It's like Skank Hunt 69 on South Park. Just out there blowing up people. And then it came back, bit him in the face. Someone actually took it seriously. Then he got caught. And By that's the way, a shame. South Park's back. For those of you out there, new season Ooh, has dropped. Thursday nice. night was the first episode. Wednesday night, excuse me. Thumbs up, thumbs down. Oh, very much a thumbs up. All right, so they take those a guys are just great. They they take so no L's real for South Park. Life. Oh no, it's always big dubs. Like South Park could be your dub of the week almost every week. Perpetual dub. Yeah, Ooh, maybe Perpetual we have dub. one of those. Who knows? Well, that's the first L for the famous Kevin. The second famous Kevin, who's taken just a ginormous L this week, is Kevin Hart, the comedian. Love me some Hart. Except for his last stand-up was so bad. I don't know if you saw it. It's on Netflix. I turned it off after 25 minutes because it was it was. It was agonizing to watch. It have was painful. Not, have not watched it, but it was I, not I, funny. I like his movie, Central Intelligence with The Rock. I thought was pretty funny. Get Hard with Will Ferrell is good. Everything besides his last stand-up comedy has been pretty pretty much awesome to me. But, again, he's right now taking a pretty big L. Now, this guy's married. He's actually got a couple of kids, but he's got another kid on the way with his new wife, right? Well... Video services or a snippet of a video services with the threats of the woman with him in the video Ooh. stating, yeah, this happened. Me and Kevin got it on. What does that mean? And it's on video. I'll let you do the imagination for yourself. Use your own creation, creative mind that you have. They got it on. And there's video of it. And she's wanting money. 
Otherwise, she's going to send it out. Do you think that they were dressed up as furries? Can you imagine how stressed out you'd be if you're a guy like Kevin Hart, just got married, tweets about his, his wife constantly, and now this video comes out of you, and she's threatening to just blast it, or you're going to have to pay her X amount of millions of dollars? Stress level's got to be through the roof. I mean, you're thinking, all you can think about is L, 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 L. I have no way out of this. And that's exactly what he said. But what kind of furry do you think he'd be? He that, voiced a that's rabbit. That's really the question. He voiced a rabbit in The Secret Life of Pets. Do you think he's like a bunny? He could pull bunny off great. He goes Bugs Bunny, and this girl went Lola? You think, you think maybe that went down? I think there's a good chance of that. And hmm. hopefully the video services so we can really get a really get a good view because i think rabbit i'm all in with rabbit i think he'd be good because i that. saw that cartoon and he was great as a rabbit and rabbits are kind of hot he's kind of hot is it just me or did you see who framed roger rabbit no check out who framed roger rabbit maybe you could either even youtube a scene really? I know you, just look at the bunny and uh, who framed roger Rabbit. am i the all only right. one as a kid that, was, that thought she was a little too sexy yeah no, I feel I'm weird sure you're say, not. I feel weird saying that. It's a cartoon, dude. You're fine. It's a rabbit. But I was young and watched that and was like, wow, this kind of, for some reason, is a very attractive animated creature. Yeah, we need to we need to look this up so I can get a visual on this so I can give us give us the old one to ten. But back to Hart over yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Kevin, yeah, totally Kevin, not cool, man. Can't forget about that not L Kevin's cool. taken. Not cool. So, by the way, so Kevin finds himself in this situation. Stress levels are through the roof. And he says, listen, I'm taking an L no matter what. Might as well fess up. I'm not paying millions of dollars for this. I'm going to send out a video. So we got the audio of Kevin Hart in his sorrows, in his feelings. And hey, please forgive me. It's the so, safe space. We we, we could probably console him pretty well. Yeah, you know, Give again, him a back rub no, that's and a, a really That's a fair point. This is the safe space. And so we welcome any and all people and any and all problems. Kevin, take it away. Um, I'm at a place in my life where I feel like I have a target on my back. And because of that, I should make smart decisions. And recently, I didn't. Um, you know, I'm not perfect. I'm not going to sit up here and say that I am or, or claim to be in any way, shape, or form. And I made a bad error in judgment and put myself in an environment where only bad things can happen, and they did. And in doing that, I know that I'm going to hurt the people closest to me, who I've talked to and apologized to, being my wife and my kids. Um, and there's no excuse for your wrong behavior. Um, at the end of the day, man, I just simply got to do better. But I'm not going to also allow a person to to have financial gain off of my mistakes. And in this particular situation, that's what was attempted. I said I'd rather fess up to my mistakes. Kudos to you, <laughs> sir. This is how I clap back. I'm just going to tell the world I, I think... did this. I screwed up. I'm going to own it. Screw you. No money off me. No money. You ain't. Sh you can show the world me dressed up as Bugs Bunny and you, Lola. I don't care. Let the furry out. But when you put millions of dollars on the table, hell no. It's mm -mm. not worth it. Mm -mm. Not even close. Not up in here. I love how he's weighing that. He's like, all right, listen. Maybe if there was no money on the table, maybe I could find my way out of this. Now that there's millions of dollars involved, now I'm just saying, is the lie worth millions of dollars? And he just said no. Not at it all. It is not worth millions of dollars. Have we gotten you. a reaction from his wife? We have not gotten a reaction from the current wife, no. So not really sure how that's going on, but I know she's a few months pregnant. It's a sad deal. That is sad. And maybe really she's taking the biggest L of the week. You always really hate down to, to hear it. But you know what? I went on 
And it's never to make Sad. an ex- it's never to make an excuse about this kind of stuff. Like cheating's oh, never here we cool. Go, but I feel a butt coming. Well, there's a butt because there was a really funny bid. I went and saw our good friend Tony Casillas. Mm. He was at Hyenas Comedy Club in Plano, and he was hosting. Oh, that's so hot. I t- I took Jill out. We went and saw him host the show. He did a 15 minute set. Date uh, night, baby. Set yeah, date night was fun. Second pr- comedian did a 30 minute set, and then the final comedian, the headliner, was Michael Malone. Very funny guy. First time I had seen him. Ever heard of the guy? To be honest. If you want to YouTube some of his stuff, he's a funny, funny guy. And he did a 45-minute set. And part of his set, without getting too much into detail, because I would just not be able to be nearly as funny talking about it. But Of course. No, definitely not. He was like, look, I'm never trying to make light of guys who cheat or do anything. But all we want to do from a young age is just stick our private in something. Whoa! Like, you're... you're six years old and you're rubbing up against the couch and you're like, I don't know why I'm doing this, but this feels good. Yeah, so I think when I said get it on earlier, you had a pretty good idea what I was talking about. Well, you wrote, Bab wrote it down for me, so now oh, I understand. Okay, good, good, good. He, Bab, definitely he didn't actually say it to you. stick-figured pictures. Good. So that's how I get it. No, Bab's definitely... Yeah. He's been an intricate part of this show even without a voice. It's been amazing. Thank you, Bab. You were able to steer me in the right direction because I just, I thought, like, they were just laying, like, planking. You know, planking was a big thing. We're just like laying down on, on something and that's what getting it on meant. They were getting on something and getting it. Good so two Kevins, famous Kevins. If you are a famous Kevin this week, Kevin Spacey's probably just having a rough one. You know, I could just see that now. Kevin Bacon is struggling. I do love bacon. And I'm not even I'm not even privy to these guys' lives, but I know they're famous Kevins and they have to be taking just a huge L this week because my biggest L is Kevin Durant. Kevin Hart, sorry friends, but that is it for the biggest L of the week. The who, the her. Let's get happy, people. Let's go biggest dub. And I gotta hurry, cause man, we are on a time crunch, aren't we, Walter? I'm looking at you. You're peeing your pants right now. I'm not being You're my freaking pants. out. For some reason, in my mind, I thought that was the end. I thought we'd given the dub. Shows how much I'm like in the zone here. No, we really, we really blacked out. I'm in just that thinking segment. about furries. I forgot we were doing biggest L, biggest dub at one point. So you I'm usually ha- do to at some truth. point through the show. So the biggest dub, honorable mentions. Good thing is, not many people are taking that many dubs this week. So I only got one honorable mention, and that is anyone and anyone and everyone who loves USC Southern California football. And that includes our favorite, Mr. Dr. John Michaels. Hey, Dr. Michaels, we should have had him on this week. We should have had him Drop on this week. Drop the ball. Well, that Drop is the a ball. Huge, we are this terrible week would have been good to have him on. We're not ah. good patients. We put it. We, we put ourselves down for an appointment. We don't show up. Is Bab going to try and speak? Oh, no. He comes to the mic. Is this happening, Bab? Wait, wait a second. This is my job as a producer. <laughs> Bab. <laughs> to throw himself under the he, bus, Bab. That is I, so... I, you're so Dak Prescott right now. I love I it. I called Dr. Michaels. But he couldn't hear me, so that's why he's not on the show. Uh, God, yeah, well, it's, gotcha. the, it's the thought that counts, brother. God, that sounded honestly uh, bad. You actually sound pretty good. It man. sounds like you're you're bleeding anytime you speak. So USC people, man, and here's the reason why. Okay, they beat Texas. That is the revenge game. Everybody needs a little bit of revenge sometimes. Let us spoil the next USC segment. finally freaking got it. Yeah, I got ahead of the game this time. I I'm not letting you, you take it away from it. me. Damn it, damn it. I'm sorry. I wish you would just tell sorry. me where the effing teats you're going with things so I know to move some stuff around. I have audio of this. Now I'm going to look like an idiot because we talked about it already. Ball control. To be fair, you always look like an idiot. So I don't really know where you were going with that. (laughs) Dick. USC gets the revenge game. 2005 Rose Bowl when Vince Young and them boys, a.k.a. Suicide Doors Vince Young, 
Why, put a whooping on them. Why suicide doors? I mean, listen, just do Vince Young suicide. Don't put the doors in there. Google search it and you do it yourself. Okay. But it's a great revenge victory. I got I got to show love to him. Everybody's happy. You can finally close the book on the Rose Bowl. You can feel a little bit. Yeah, you know, they don't get, acknowledge get that, that game, taste right? Out of your mouth. They no, don't yeah, acknowledge they don't that acknowledge as a loss, game, but it's a revenge game. Exactly. So you're going to use game. that as motivation and to sell tickets, but we still don't acknowledge that game ever happened. See, you get it. Stupid morons. Walchick, you get it. But let's go to our big winner. And this is actually uh, a, kind of a big moment in Biggest L, Biggest Dub history because this is our first back-to-back biggest dub winner Ooh, i love back to back i don't know if you remember last week but we got into the football yoda aka tony romo the mm. real the real football yoda yes he is he had his first call last week and he got the biggest dub because man he freaking killed it and then all he did was follow that up with another phenomenal call what? and i listened to, i watched that game and listened to him very intently and closely and he was amazing patriot saints he was awesome giving you information that you just loved to freaking hear about there was two great quarterbacks on the field in Breeze and Brady, and he just took you through their mind and what they're thinking from a pre-snap, during snap, and post-snap perspective, and it was just great. I don't have as, as much audio for you as I did last week, but I do have one call where he predicts it. He does this thing. He's Rain Man, Magic Ball, Tony Romo. Here it is. Let's see the design of this play. It's a third and four. It's up for the fade inside to 16. Here's the pass to the end zone. 16. It's Coleman for the touchdown. I mean, he just sees this crap before it's happening, dude. He is and he's sensational. So, he's so much better. The thing is, is because the reason why I know how great he is is because I watched that game and then I and then I turned around and watched the afternoon Dolphins and Chargers game where we had Trent Green as my color analyst. And holy good God, former quarterback, you think, wow, this guy might be pretty good. He might know what he's talking about. Hell, maybe he's a football Yoda. Maybe he's a little Padawan. Nope. Trent Green is so bad, I thought Phil Simms was calling my game. He's more of like a... And all I did was think to myself, Jaja wow, Tony Romo's, Tony Romo's been doing this for two weeks, and the guy is killing it. My brother can't stand him as a player, Tony Romo. He's like, dude, this guy's phenomenal as a broadcaster. I want to listen to him. I want him to be my ringtone. I want him to serenade me to sleep with just telling me what's happening before it does. I love it. Respect. He, like, he was predicting to himself all the Dallas Cowboys missed tackles on Sunday. So he's now the new Mystic Mac? Move over, Connor. He's everything. Tony Romo is in the building. <laughs> so congratulations, Tony Romo. Our first back-to-back -back repeat biggest dub winner. You are the man. And that is it for Biggest Dub. Winning. And that's actually it for the whole segment, believe it or not. Woo! Thank God it didn't take long. Nosebleed Seats Podcast, Zach Wolchuk, Eric Chiafalo, Producer Bab, who isn't talking because his voice is out, but man, he has been on it with the drops. We now shift our focus to college football, which just wrapped up week three. We are now heading into a week already in college football, and you teased really kind of spoiled what I was going to get into with this segment happens to be USC in Texas. Now, Dude, are we really going to talk about this again? You have, Didn't uh, we pretty much cover it. I mean, my God, what are you doing? Well, I mean, we, we talk about something in one segment. Oh, uh, don't follow even, it up with another don't you segment. Dare with the same this topic? On me. This is How your are you crap. doing this? This is your fault. You know, who on the run. You are the a damn freaking loser. That's I've right, got college Thank football you. recap, USC, Texas. Before it, I'm saying, Bab, this, this is what I want. I want the final call of the USC 
game-winning field oh, goal. Stop. And I want our boy Craig Way, UNC alumni, voice of the Texas Longhorns. I want his call of Texas taking the lead with 54 seconds. And here you go, and you want to utilize that as your stick. You blew it. Do you see me spoiling any of the show with Let's Get Weird ever? All the time. Never. Constantly. Never. Beat his ass. Now I know you're lying through your teeth. You'll say anything to make me look bad in this segment. You're dang right I will. We are still talking about Texas and USC. Fine. And we are using Fine. that audio because Bab slaved away in front of a hot mouse and keyboard and computer trying to get these cuts for us. So let's hear Texas taking the lead at USC in the Coliseum, a game that I thought football Yoda myself. <laughs> Sorry, Tony. I'm the Yoda. You can be the Obi-Wan. <laughs> I thought Texas was going to get slaughtered. They played their best defensive game since probably 2009 in the national title, and they took the lead? Second down and 10. Texas from the SC-17. Shotgun snapped Ellinger. Sam with some time. Now pressure coming. Ellinger scrambles right. Looks. Still looks. Fires for the end zone. It is. Is it? Is it? Touchdown! Caught Armani Foreman! Touchdown! 45 seconds to go in the ball game! Unbelievable! I thought Sam Darnold's gonna throw Dilford Dimes all over the place against this terrible Texas D. Texas D came to play. Malik the Freak Jefferson, five-star recruit out of Mesquite Poteet here locally in the DFW area. We're waiting for him to have his breakout performance. He stomped onto the stage national tv at the coliseum his best game in college that will be that tape saturday night will be the reason he's taken in the top 15 in the upcoming nfl draft texas hung around their defense was phenomenal but it goes to double overtime texas makes the mistake of not going for two to get the win after they scored to tie it up i believe tom herman you're on the road you're a young team you're not really expecting to be in this game in the first place just go for the win. They don't. USC ends up getting the dub. He bitched out, man. On this field goal. From the 33, a 43-yard field goal. The kick is away. Long enough. It's high enough. And it. the Trojans have won the game. Chase McGrath, the unlikely hero, sprints down like Bormeister did in the Rose Bowl to the opposite end zone. Trojan fans are coming out of the stands. The players running down to the end to finish what is really a great college football game in double overtime. Conquest sounds as the Trojans win it 27-24. How do you do? Great game. Great game, I thought. Credit Texas. Clearly, you thought this was the best game ever. I mean, we're talking about it again. I mean, you you, you loved this it's game so much talking. you wanted to get to it twice. Anytime Texas and USC, they meet on the field, they play exciting games. I can't wait to see next year's game in Austin because, sure, they'll lose two really good players in Malik Jefferson and that left tackle, Connor Williams, who's hurt, might be out for the year, a guy who might be a top-five draft pick this coming April. By the way, I love the bold prediction. On uh, Malik Jefferson, top 15 pick, yeah, guaranteed. I think guaranteed. he will be. Well, yeah. hey, Football Yoda, you said it. Look, I'm well, just I was it off. Down. USC did get the win. I thought, it would be, I thought it would be a, by a lot wider margin. Credit Texas. They played up. I think the, the thing now is people want to say moral victory. Sure, I, I think it was a moral victory because Texas hasn't really been relevant since 2009. They haven't been any good. This might have been the best game that they've played aside from upsetting OU two years ago. In that span, USC... Another hard-fought win, but the thing is, they keep pulling them out. And you look at that Pac-12, they, they beat Stanford. UCLA got upset by Memphis. 
I think they're a better team than Oregon. They got to respect somebody who can consistently pull it out. They do. They, they find a way to win. And Sam Darnold made some throws in that game where you know, you see it, and you know, oh my gosh, this is why this kid's probably going to be the first overall selection. Oh, can you give me a can you give me a football Yoda? I'm not going to do that. Weird prediction? things can happen, and it depends on what team gets the number one pick. Like if it's the Bears, I don't think they take a quarterback. So the vision's a little fuzzy right the now. The vision's a little fuzzy. When it becomes clear, just just let us know. I will say this: it is clear that Darnold will be the first quarterback taken. Oh, okay. But I just don't know where it will be. Fair enough. Fair enough. Hey, just like you knew. Gators were going to win the game. You didn't want to give away the score this weekend. You said, listen, I'm not going to spoil it for you. And thank God you didn't. I did Because it went down to the damn wire and it was one of the best games we've seen thus far in college football. As good as that USC-Texas game, Florida-Tennessee might have been better in the final call of it. If you could, if you could just phenomenal. put aside, if you could just put aside having to look at Butch Jones's face for 60 minutes and having to constantly thinking about Jim McElwain naked on a shark. If you could put both of those things aside, which, listen, it's tough to do. I get it. I get it. But if you could, you were in for a damn treat. Well, the and way thank you, Walchick, Football Yoda, for not spoiling it for us. I greatly appreciate it. Because I was doubting you. You said Florida's winning the game. Guaranteed. Not giving you the score, but Florida's winning. We're coming down to the 20 seconds. Florida doesn't have a chance. They're down by how much? I don't know. But it was, it was enough. Last play of the game. Well, you're here for yourself. Snap to Franks. Franks dropping back, stepping up, running the ball, looking, looking. He's going to heave one deep down the field. It's going to be to the goal line. It's going to be gone. It's a touchdown. And the game is up once again. Tyreek Cleveland. Bab, was that you on the call? Is that why you lost your voice this weekend, Bab, you son of a gun? You didn't even tell yeah. We didn't even know you were calling the call. I knew he was, he was two-timing us. He's got better digs lined up in Florida. You freaking bleep hole. How was the swamp? I've always wanted to go there. We tried to get that site booked to do a live show, and you told us it couldn't happen. You were in the damn booth. Yeah, sorry. That's all you have to say for yourself, Bab. My God. Unreal. Unfreaking believable. But what a great game. Hell I knew of a call, Bab. Again! I knew Hell the, of a I call. knew the Gators. I knew the Gators were going to get the victory there. We already mentioned Memphis knocking off. Again! Yeah, Memphis again knocking off UCLA. Another big game of the weekend was Louisville. And Clemson. And this was a game that I knew you were excited to watch. We talked about Lamar Jackson. Yep. You said you're going to get your jammies on and watch this one. What'd you think? Get snuggled up, baby. And uh, it, that turned out to be a dud. I ended up, remember how I told you I wasn't going to watch the USC-Texas game mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. Clemson-Louisville. Well, that ended up being an absolute dud. First half was all right. Second half was Clemson show, baby. It was. And I was flipping back to the Texas game because that actually was a good one. So I was disappointed to say the least. But I was surprised pleasantly with how freaking good, man. Clemson is still, I mean, they are easily the second best team. I would I would not put it past them to say they're better than Alabama. Alabama's looked a little bit shaky. I mean, they always start with some gimme games, except for that Florida State game. But listen, Alabama's always going to be there at the end. But dang, Clemson, I wasn't really sure about him. And you lose to Sean Watson. How can you be sure about it? I don't know this guy's name. I can't remember now. Kelly Bryant. Bryant, that's right. 
Kelly, I'm better than yards. Des Bryant is, <laughs> hey, in, hey, in hey. fact, that. Kelly Bryant, 316 yards and a touchdown. He was unbelievable. Also had 26 yards, two touchdowns on the ground. Yeah, I couldn't move. agree more with you. Clemson looks super athletic Dude. on both sides of the ball. Davo Sweeney, to me, I thought once they graduated to Sean Watson, the golden age was kind of over. I thought they'd be a really good team. They'd compete to make le legit playoffs and bowl games, but... National title contenders, I didn't think so anymore. Dude, they may, they may look be like, just you're right. They could be the best team in the league. Turn into that Ohio State-Alabama, just guarantee every year you're top three, top four, top five, guaranteed. That might be the new Clemson, man. We might be seeing it right now, and I'm surprised that you're, I'm, ju I'm just like you. I was not expecting that to be the case. Clemson, it's like, come on, it's not one of those traditional powerhouses. Well, Dabble Swinney's doing his thing up there. He's getting the recruits because... They keep losing guys, and they just keep bringing them in. I mean, they've lost many Sammy Watkins, many Mike Williams, many... DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, dude. I mean, they've lost a ton of guys, and they just keep revamping. So, Stephon Anthony. Stephon Anthony, a.k.a. the newest member of the Miami Dolphins. Holy God, I can't believe I'm saying that. Can't Morris wait. Timmons. Oh, we'll get to the Dolphins in just a little bit. I know you've been shoving through your shorts. Fired up. Next week, we got some good games. The big shakeup was Clemson finally got some love. They moved up yeah. from three to two. They've overleaped. They've oh, they've leaped frog, leap frog. I can't even speak of that excited. Oklahoma, who you know I can't stand. Well, well, I know the polls just really get you pumping, get you going, they do. get you chubbing. So they do. I, I get it. You're, you're a little stumbly right now. USC fell spot to five. Here's a team that people are sleeping on. Oklahoma State. Ooh, Mason now Rudolph. now six. And they've, Mason Rudolph looks like a Heisman contender. He's look good. He's, he's not, looking, yeah, yeah, but dude, he's, he's a mid-round He's got over 1,100. Oh, okay. Not everybody that's going to be a great college player is going to be a, an NFL stud. Football I Yoda, he might it be, to us, baby. He might be pushed up. If Davis Webb was a third-rounder, I think Mason Rudolph can go in the third Deed round. Up. Yeah, that's a fair point. Certainly. They're playing Cal, who's also, or TCU, excuse me, at home. USC plays Cal. So a couple of in-conference matchups. Clemson hosts Boston College. Virginia Tech's shooting up the polls a little bit at 13. Florida State will be back in action. They host NC State. I want to say NC State usually gives Florida State problems. Yes. I remember when Jameis Winston was there, they almost lost. Last year, I think Last they came year, down to the wire. I think it did, too. NC State gives them some problems. Is there anything more fun to talk about than, than, than NC State Wolfpack football? Not at all. I can't think of anything. Hey, your Canes, who haven't played in, what, two weeks now? They play Toledo at home. Yes, we do. I'm a little concerned. Toledo's that's got an offense. Better. Oh, here goes. Oh, Bab. That's, do it, man. That's yeah. thing better than talking about. Who is it? I remember. Uh, Wolfpack. NC well, State. NC State. State. Wolfpack is Toledo Rocket Football. To Toledo Rocket Football. Great point by you, <laughs> Thank Bab. You, Honestly, Bab. incredible contribution. Hey, can you Can't write that you down enough. next time? Because that was a little hard on the ears, and it still sounds like you're you're bleeding. No, listen, man. If, if you can manage it, I, I want you to chime in as much as possible. Oklahoma goes to Baylor. How bad do you think that one is? The over-under on that? Oh, I don't think, uh, I don't think the scoreboard... Do they, do they go to triple digits on the scoreboard? Because I bet Baker Mayfield and them boys are about to run it up on them. The entire city of Waco is going to fall into a pit. I can only hope well, so. Well, McLean's right off that area of water. Maybe the they get engulfed. And it, it, that, that lake turns into the lake of fire because just reminiscent of Art Bryant. Lucifer style, right? Yeah. Mississippi State coming off a huge win over LSU. They head to Athens to take on Georgia. Mm. That's a fun one this weekend. Otherwise, you got a couple of conference matchups, but we'll have to see what ends up tickling our pickle and uh, making our fancy next week when we talk college any, football. Uh, any football Yoda bold predictions for the games this week? You don't have to give us the scores. Again, I know if it's going to come down to the wire, I, I don't really want to know. I don't want you to spoil it, but but g give me that game or two that, that you just you know, football Yoda. Well, I, I know Alabama will go on the road and beat Vanderbilt. I know that's not going wow. on a limb. You are really... 
wow, you're going to put that out there. Bold yeah, statement. All uh, right. I, I don't want to give any North Texas bold statements, although they did play Iowa very, very tough. For a couple of quarters. And they play UAB this weekend. So they're playing uh, a new football team that hasn't been around. So football Yoda's digging down into the sewage of college football and pulling out a victory North Texas, for, UAB. for North Texas. If you right want now, me to stick with doing? the top 25, I think Arizona beats Utah at home. Justin, Utah's a top 25 again, team. Yoda, it's not about thinking. Utah, it's about knowing. Arizona will beat Utah at home. I, Thank you. I think NC State goes on the road and knocks off the Seminoles. Again, with the think, I, I don't like it. Florida State losing. I guarantee you Oklahoma State will shred TCU at home. Your Canes will get a win over Toledo if that oh, makes you feel God. better. I've been sitting here. I'm on pins and needles, man. They will. And uh, that that's pretty much all I'm going to go ahead and say. That's all I need. Hey, for that's this all I week. need. You, you want to you give me a Canes score? Can you do that just to totally just lower the stress levels for me? Or or what? 34 to 17. 34 17. All right. So it's it's pretty easy. It's pretty, it's easy pretty substantial. All right, good. They're going to be coasted We're gonna come cover. the fourth quarter. We're going to cover. Yeah, they, they should cover. I'm going to put some money on it. No Split Seats podcast. Zach Wolchuk, Eric Chiafalo, producer Bab. We're taking our quick break so you can hear from our sponsors, the Diamond Broker and the great WBLZ Sports. We'll be back. Hello, I'm Robert of the Diamond Broker. Over the past 30 years, many jewelry stores have come and gone, but we are still here. We are Dallas's original Diamond Broker, and our A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and a proven track record with thousands of satisfied customers sets us apart. The Diamond Broker has been the go-to source for loose diamonds, engagement rings, and special occasion jewelry. We were one of the first companies in DFW to offer diamonds directly from the cutters. With over $2 million in diamonds to choose from, the Diamond Broker is the most respected wholesale broker because we guarantee the color, clarity, and cut of every diamond sold. We offer good old-fashioned value and service, no gimmicks and no hassles. When shopping for an engagement ring, a pre-owned Rolex, or special occasion diamonds, visit the Diamond Broker. Ask around. Someone you know has done business with us. The Diamond Broker, Dallas original Diamond Broker at Preston and Forest in Dallas, are on the web at diamondbrokerdallas.com. Hey, guys. This is Chris Sly, the Fantasy Guy from The Morning Rant. This is how the show is now. Coach is gone. We've gone completely monotone. I'm hoping that you're going to listen every weekday, Monday through Friday, 7 to 9 a.m. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. This ain't like those other WBLZ shows, damn it. This is like Mr. T in the flesh. You know what I'm saying? Chains around my neck because they dangle low to my sandals with socks with WBLZ sandals. Because I got shirts and sandals and hats and pants and shorts and boxes and tattoos. Because I don't give a damn. This is the morning rant. Talk like it. This ain't other shows. They don't censor us. They try to censor us. They do censor us because we ain't those other guys. We make those other guys quit. We made them tap out. They wear shirts that say tap out on them. Like, that's cool. Yeah. Real cool, bro. Yeah, real cool, you quitter. We don't tap out. We fight to the bitter end. Look at my teeth. You know what Looks like I fight with crack. But I don't. I fight sports fans. I believe LeBron James is the greatest. Me, bro. Shut up. I don't want to hear that crap. This is the morning rant. This is WBLZ Sports. If you're a real sports fan, this is where you're supposed to be. If you're a cupcake candy cane world, this ain't where you're supposed to be. No candy canes. I already proved that once. I like cupcakes. Love cupcakes. I eat them every day. Every day. Just like if you're a cupcake, come around, I'll eat you too. This is the morning rant. WDLZsports.com. I'm the coach of my favorite. You want real sports dogs? That's where you come. <laughs> Chris I has nothing for it. That's it. Hey, this is Webb from the 8-Bit Bros, and I got to tell you, whether it be for your industrial, commercial, or residential needs, Gen Services is the electrical contractor for you. 
The Gen Services team has the expertise, commitment, and educational years to help you solve all of your electrical concerns. They have you in their best interest with helpful suggestions to accommodate your every want. Give them a call no matter the size of the job at 740-438-7173. Mention WBLZ Sports and you'll get a discount. That's Gen Services, 740-438-7173. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, E. Glaze, one half of the dopest sports show on radio, the Crush Sports Talk. Check us out every Tuesday through Thursday right here on WBLZ Sports from 3 to 5 p.m. The dopest sports show on radio with your boy E. Glaze and Maceo Heard right here on WBLZ Sports. We've got balls. Oh, hell no. <laughs> uh, love Cowboys Victory Week, man. It feels good. I know. Well, Jack. Oh, hell no. Gotta love them. We the boys. Who are we? What? This song is not deserved. Not deserved this we week. No Sweet Seeds Podcast. <laughs> Zach Wolchuk, Eric Chiafalo, producer Bab, the voiceless Bab that is. Just pulled a dirty, nasty joke on oh, me Bab, just now. Great. It is not a Cowboys victory week. The silent assassin, Bab. We were supposed to have another song come in, Bab. Gosh, man, that was a great play by you, Bab. Good right, job. Can we can we come back to what we were originally supposed to come back to, please? I won't be mad either. Oh, no, I won't be mad. Miami has the Dolphins, the greatest football team. We take the ball from goal to goal like no one's ever seen. We're in the air, we're on the ground, we're always in control. And when you say Miami, you're talking 1-0 because we're the 1-0 Dolphins. 1-0 Dolphins. 1-0 Dolphins, yes we are. 1-0 Dolphins. We beat the Chargers. Oh, yes, we did. Oh, yes, we did. Damn, it feels good. Now, that felt like a Victory Week song right there. Sorry about that Weed and Boys crap. Oh, hey, hey, hey. Just 1-0 Dolphins, Cody Parkey, 54-yard game-winning field goal, smoking Jay Cutler, playing not to lose, and he did just that. Why couldn't Jarvis Landry have 12 catches instead of 13? Oh, did you? Did he burn you in fantasy? I lost by point nine. Oh, that's so great. To Jared, my former roommate. Oh, love him. Dak threw an interception at the end of the game. Cost so me happy. two points. So happy. For then you, in the freaking Monday night game, and he yes, he had Jarvis Landry, who had thir- only seventy something yards, but thirteen freaking catches in the PBR league. But to make matters worse, the Lions Giants game comes down to end of the game. Lions have a fourth down inside Giants territory. There's a little over a minute left. They're up two possessions. Instead of just, I guess what we considered maybe running up the score, but I still think you you kick a field goal, go up three possessions for sure. You punt it away. Just play safe football. They decide to not kick the field goal when I've got Matt Prater mm. and I'm down point nine, and a field goal gives me three points in the win. Instead, they let Matthew Stafford or Theo Riddick or whoever the hell, Amir Abdullah, run the ball. Turn it over on downs. They still win the game. So in hindsight, sure, it worked for them. But come on. I just wanted one more Matt Raider field goal. Well, the Dolphins are 1-0. Cody Parkey, 54 game. I need to pick up Cody. I need game. to pick up Parkey. Yeah, game winner, man. Do. He's the hometown hero, man. He came from Cleveland Browns, but he's from Miami. Grew up a Dolphins fan. Loved him some Olindo Mare. Hey, who didn't? Ooh, I love that reference. 
He's a Cleveland Brownie. They cut him right at the end of training camp. Miami swoops in, snags him. Game one of the season. Should have been game two, but game one of the season, he hits a 54-yard game winner. So my man Cody Parkey, I mean, honestly, he's an honorable mention for Dub of the Week, too. Should have so given it to him. how did the Dolphins look? They get the 1917 win on the road against the Chargers team that I thought had a playoff roster. Listen, Jay Ajayi looked like Zeke was supposed to look on Sunday. Jay Ajayi is the most underrated back in football. I'm saying it right now. No one talks about him. Everyone always talks about Chicago's Jordan Howard or whatever the hell his name is. Obviously, Zeke. They're still even talking about DeMarco Murray. Give me a break. Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon got Melvin shackled good. for 40 yards. Melvin Gordon is very defense. good. He's a very good player. And Dominic Sue ate him. He, he had looked 66 like receiving yards. He had over 100 total yards. Great. Awesome. Did nothing running the ball. 40 yards. That's nothing. Might speak to Jay Ajayi, the offensive line. Jay Ajayi dominated. Okay. And he's really the reason we won the game besides Cody Parkey. Devontae Parker showed flashes of alpha male receiver. Jay Cutler. Hey, listen. When I compare him to Ryan Tannehill, the one thing I can say is the guy at least has pocket presence. You know, when things break down, he doesn't freak out. He gets out of the way. He sidesteps. He keeps his eyes downfield. And, and he's got, the obviously, the arm strength to make the throw. He had a nice one to Kenny Stills on kind of a breakdown Upgrade. play. Upgrade. I would say, at this point, yeah, I would say, uh, I would say, sure. One game in, yeah. 1-0. Feeling lit. Feeling light. Who they got next week? The J-E-T-E's. Ooh. In New York. Ooh. Should be 2-0. I'll let you know. Yeah, please. Yeah, no, Football Yoda, uh, get that vision because I need to know before the end of the show what's going to happen. What would you think of the Chargers, more importantly, watching them? The Ke- Chargers, Keenan Allen's looking good. Keenan Allen is definitely good. Now, they couldn't run the ball, so if, they, if that's a thing, I'm Offensive sure they couldn't Offensive line run. issues or just was it, was it Melvin No, Gordon? their pass protection was fine because that's the one thing I was concerned about for the Dolphins. We got no pass rush virtually. I mean, Wake, Sue, none of these guys were really getting much pressure. What about Lawrence Timmons? Ah, ha, ha, funny. So that was actually the one downer the Dolphins weekend, Saturday night. And I didn't even know this because Saturday I was just balls deep in college football. Well, kind of. Heavily intoxicated. Sunday, I find out that the day before, Lawrence Timmons just decides he's going to up and leave, go to the airport because he misses his kid in Philadelphia or something. Heavily intoxicated. So he leaves. The Dolphins don't know what happened. He didn't tell anybody. They don't know where he is. So they file a missing persons report or whatever at four different police departments in the Los Angeles area because obviously they're in L.A. It's the day before the game against the Chargers. Uh Uh-oh. So everybody's freaking out. Our starting inside linebacker, the guy who hasn't missed a game in 101 consecutive games, the reason, practically the reason why we signed him because it's for his dependability in the offseason. With Pittsburgh. His game one of the season up and leaves. Where his kid was. No one knows where he went. They finally, please find him at, in the terminal at LAX, getting ready to fly to go see his kid. And he didn't tell anyone. Didn't tell a soul. So he didn't play. I find out at the, as soon as the Dolphins defense runs onto the field for the pr- first possession of the game, we have three white linebackers. And I'm thinking, hmm. Why, why does it important to note that they were white? We immediately became less athletic. Okay. Just right from the start. Pew, pew. And so Lawrence Timmons ends up, I mean, I don't even know. The Dolphins don't know. At this point, he's suspended, quote unquote, indefinitely. Now, when you commit a team violation like that, uh, the team can only suspend you for up to four weeks. So he's either going to get cut within the next four weeks or he's going to be back playing within the next four weeks. I don't know. But our coach was pissed off about it. I'd be pissed too. 
but I'm wondering what's going on. He missed his kid. I don't know if he's got some psychological stuff going on. He's got some mental issues going on. I don't know. I don't know he what he's is. Doing. Yeah, he's fucked. Well, I thought we were as a defense. Turns out Mike Hole can't cover a soul, but man, he can stop the run. So uh, we did all right. So San Diego run blocking San not Diego good. cannot Pass run the ball. Pass protection solid. Pass protection solid. Uh, Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers is, is a stud. I mean, Philip Rivers was making play after play, checking, doing all this stuff, just carving us up. But uh, the defense, the defense, I mean, we ran all over them. So I think it looks I said like San they, Diego again. I'm in LA. It seems like they cannot run the ball and they cannot stop the run. So that does not bode well for your playoff prediction for the Chargers. Looks like I'm, the, the Broncos are going to sub out of those teams. The Broncos yeah. look way better than I thought they'd be. And the Chargers are yeah. underperforming. Jamal Lewis and them boys. The Tennessee Titans did exactly what uh, Football Yoda said they do and bring the Jacksonville Jaguars back down to earth. Did it, did it did it freak you out for a little bit though when it was like tied up three to three and then I blinked an eye in the third I quarter knew and it was Marcus 30 to three. Mariota would come out and just smash them in the second Derek half. Derrick Henry, hey listen, what did I say about Derrick Henry a couple weeks ago Good on call. this freaking show? Absolutely, hundred percent right about him. He looked like the better back. He looked like the better back. Demarco Murray, listen, you age overnight as a running back and he's damn near thirty, if not thirty, I'm not sure, but he's had his fair share of injuries and he's taken a load. You remember his last year in Dallas? He had like. A million carries? 325, I think. Okay, and then he followed that up in Tennessee and Philadelphia with quite a few carries as well. So he he's beaten and battered. Derrick Henry is a freaking... He's an extraterrestrial out there playing running back. So it, it's only a matter of time before he takes the reins, and I think Sunday was the first little glimpse at that. So Derrick Henry, we love you. A man who deserves some love. You want to talk about underrated players? Maybe the most underrated running back in the league? J.H.I.E., the most underrated tight end in football. Delaney Walker. Model oh, of consistency. Dude. All wow. he does is make plays. Delaney Walker is a freak. You are so right. And you know what? I talked myself out of drafting him in fantasy, and it was such a mistake. You know who's got him? You. You know who's 2-0? Not you. Me. Really? Yes. Thought you lost to Jared this week. Uh, in my other league. Oh, in, in our the league. league with you. In the league I'm I am 2-0 and, and absolutely slam-basting everybody. Well, you're a bleep face because I'm 0-2. So this is great. Good luck. I, I can't wait till I play you because my team's raw. He is fucked. <laughs> Bab tried to pull it oh, off, man. Bab he tried to do it. Bab. Bab, Bab, what do you have to say for yourself, man? Uh, he is Bab. Still, still a little late. Still a little late. We'll work on that. Quick uh, run through of what happened. The Eagles made it close, but they lost to the Chiefs. Chiefs now 2-0. The AFC West, I think, I said it was the best division in football. They might have three of the best teams in the league. When you look at what the Raiders did, Marshawn Lynch dancing and having a party on the sidelines. They stomped the Jets 45-20. to The Chiefs beat the Eagles 27-20 to after they beat the Patriots a week ago. And then you had the Broncos smothering of the chart of the uh, Cowboys, excuse me. And then the Chargers, who I still don't think are that bad, three of those four teams, 2-0 and and looking extremely good. The Cardinals and the Colts. And the Cowboys' next opponent. Dude. That looked like peewee football out there. I have a bone to pick with NFL Red Zone because all I did was watch that for the first, for the early games for the most part. And they were practically only showing the worst game of the week. And that was the Arizona Cardinals facing the Indianapolis Jacoby Brissett Colts. Andrew Luck, hang strong in your holdout, baby. 
hey, we respect what you're doing, Andrew. We do. We and, love it. And we're, we're, the pi- we're with you in pioneering this new age NFL. Yes. We are boycotting the season for a better roster, for yep. better teammates. Not more money. Better players. Don't need it. Why should I risk my health for you? Listen, man, I just want my spleen. I want my kidneys. All right, I'm Andrew Luck, and I've already got a bursted spleen and a broken shoulder. No need to risk it out there. That was the, But NFL Red Zone, what are you doing? What are they doing? What? We have Ben Roethlisberger playing at the same time slot. We got Tom Brady playing at the same time slot. And I'm watching Carson Palmer and Jacoby Brissett. Unfreaking believable Now, I did get to watch Tyron Mateau, which... It's always a blessing when Mateau. you get to turn on the TV. I do and love see Mateau. Mateau. He is a playmaker out there. I'm excited to see Mateau face the Cowboys on Monday night. Me too. I'm really excited to see Carson Palmer because that should be a get well for the Cowboys defense. Carson Palmer looks like he can no longer play football. But I, I but do you think the Cowboys offense are going to be able to do anything with Mateau, Mateau on, on the Mateau's defense? Mateau is going to be scary, but I still think we'll be okay. I don't know, man. I'm excited to watch him though. I think Mateau could get a a turnover. Oh, I think for Mateau, himself. I think I think that's an understatement I mean, for Mateau. Mateau's going to play well, but the rest of that defense, I don't know. Like I said, he's going to shut down Beasley. I mean, Mateau's going to be all. No, no, don't don't say that. The most overrated team in football, the worst two and zero team in the league, is the Carolina Panthers, who won an ugly, ugly game. At Cam Newton, I just I don't know what to do with him. I, I don't even know what to think. The talent is there with Cam, but the guy just can't. He can't do anything to avoid being absolutely thrown, beaten, and battered. Well, the, the offensive line is not doing him any favors. He has no offensive tackle help. It seems to be a theme in the NFL right now. I mean, every time I turn on a game, the offensive line is god-awful. They cannot pass protect. Same problem in Seattle with killed. Russell Wilson. Seattle, the Giants. It's bad. I could probably keep going. but Football Yoda was wrong about the Rams. They came close to beating the Redskins, but mm. I really thought that they'd get the job done. It was a good game. It was a good game, and the, the Rams are not as bad. That's a team that, that's on the rise. Uh, uh, Sean McVay and the not, 49ers, man. You got to give credit. Just not quite good enough. And then you had the Sunday Nighter, which, man, I did not see the Atlanta Falcons. Now, when I did see the inactives and three of the starting five linemen Literally from Green Bay just about to say were that. not playing, I, I did think, okay, Atlanta's probably going to win this one. Green Bay practically they had more people injured than healthy. Yeah. I mean, they were losing guys left and right. And then in the game, Cobb and Jordy Nelson go down. Rodgers is playing literally by himself out there. Him and Martellus Bennett and Montgomery, who's still, Montgomery. Looks, yeah, who's still a receiver. He's tearing it up, though. According to his number. It's like, give me a break, man. Aaron Rodgers has nothing going for him. But good for Atlanta. They needed that because, boy, we'd be crapping on them right now. And that stadium we? looked sweet. Yeah, the stadium did look sweet. But they didn't have the Chick-fil-A open Chick-fil-A Sunday night. was not open, but those concession stands are reasonably priced. I saw somebody tweet for 20 bucks. He got two hot dogs, two fries, a hamburger, and two drinks for nineteen bucks. That for it's especially impressive. for a concession stand or like a, a an NFL stadium concession. You go to like AT&T that, Stadium. Oh, it's you're like spending hundred bucks for one of those burgers. It, no, it's eight dollars for a Dasani. Oh my gosh! Water. Oh, we got Bab want to speak. No fountains. Oh, Bab, go ahead. Two years ago, went to the Southwest Classic, A&M in Arkansas, Jerry World. Who play this week, by the way. I also have tickets to that game. I'll be there. Oh, oh! you won't be screaming. I wonder though. which head coach will make it out of the building. <laughs> Brett Bielman or Kevin Zimmel. Yeah. Bought a hot dog. Same exact hot dog. I kid you not that they sell at my high school football stadium in Houston for 75 cents. It cost me eight bucks. 
unbelievable. Good God, Bab. No wonder your throat hurts. Straight up robbing people. Just shoving dogs down there. <laughs> Be more affordable. Kudos to what Atlanta's Overpriced doing. Overpriced dogs down his throat. That's why he's raspy, ladies and gentlemen. Nothing more but I gotta disgusting. Say, Bab, every time you get to the mic, it sounds like he's getting better and better. It's almost like as he's talking it out. Less and less he's blood. Talking the out blood is clearing up a bit. From the dogs. The wieners. The buns. Nosebleed Seats Podcast. Zach Walchuk, Eric oh, Producer Bab. We'll come back to more football Yoda predictions for Yeah, next we're closing week. with that. We're closing, we're closing with football Yoda predictions. So everybody get your pen, get your paper, because we got it coming full steam ahead. It is coming. Just like let's get weird is coming. Ooh. Let's just get vaped out right now. I'm looking to get weird. That's weird, man. Time to get weird with Walt Jump. Let's get weird. Let's get weird. Let's get weird. Let's get weird. Let's get weird, baby. Let's get weird with Walt Chuck episode 31 edition. Pants are almost on. Pants are almost on. Pants are almost on. Good? Nope. Good? Yeah. Nice. You watched the Emmys this weekend? Emmy Schmemmy. Didn't watch them either. They were on Football. Sunday night. Football. I watched the foosball too. Hell, I worked the nine-hour Cowboys game day. Oh, cry. Well, somebody vomited on the Emmys red carpet. Was it? Uh, oh, let me take a guess. Emmys. So is this uh, is this music or is this movies? That's TV. Okay, TV. So someone in TV that was bound to vomit on the red carpet. I'm going to go with. Was it a male or female? I don't know. It was Sheldon. You think so? Yeah. From uh, Big Bang? I don't know who it was. It's a mystery. No, we I'm have, telling you. I'm the vomit it was, Yoda. It was, it I'm the vomit Yoda. You I'm are. You, you do know how to vomit very discreetly. We've gone over that. These are just facts, people. Um, We don't know. It's it's quite a mystery. Along the red carpet, there's just a puddle of vomit that was tweeted by Seth Rogen. A lot of people have made Sean Spicer gags about it. Sean Spicer, of course, who's part of the Trump Conundrum in the White House, but it's a little gross. There's just a puddle of of orangey, yellow, brownish vomit mm. on the red carpet, and nobody knows who the culprit is. Sheldon, but we're gonna say it was Sheldon. Big Bang. Another thing that went down in Germany, for instance. You know, have you ever seen like uh, World's Strongest Man? Oh yeah, uh, Marginus Pujanowski is my favorite. Mar- oh, you've got a name ready to rock. That's impressive, dude. That's because he's a badass. I bet he is good. Now, one of these guys in Germany, and I feel like Germany, Austria, a lot of those countries there in Europe are are known for having shrimp on the Barbie. Definitely, that's that's I think Australia, New Zealand, but Austria. Austria, Australia, and Austria are two different countries. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's just hey, let's just seamlessly move on. All right. Well, Germany had a man who was lifting weights in a gym. Wow. And all of a sudden, how this happened, I don't know. We can maybe try and make sense of it together now. But a very sensitive body part of his Ooh. got stuck inside a five and a half pound weight plate. His brain? No. Think more Southern. The other thing you think with. Oh! Yeah. My toe! Not the toe. A little north of the toe. 
got stuck inside this weight. Firefighters spent three hours using a grinder and vibrating saw to free what was widely reported as to be the man's penis. No way. That's what it was. From the center of this disc. Now, there's a picture of it. It has been broken into five different parts. We got his pecker caught in the plate. Got his pecker caught in the plate. Classic. Now, is it just the shaft or are we talking sack? We're talking <laughs> just the shaft, I believe. Fortunate, honestly. But then again, I don't know because I have not seen the picture of the part in the weight. I've just seen the weight now that has been demembered. So is this guy just banging 45-pound plate? I don't know what the heck happened because how in the world, like, you're you're getting this ready like did it just fall on you well you got to wonder if he was doing he was this for pleasure it. if you thought this, there was an actual productive like uh, exercise you could do from this cock ups cock ups cock ups it's kind of like the shake weight only with more weight okay and it's on your have you i mean i know you in your prime were a were a workout fanatic yeah no i never you come did, from I, a never... family of all boys god mm -hmm. knows what your family's tried and seen mm, love tons. them to death though all the chiefs yeah. i've met have been sensational I, I really love kicking your older brother anthony's ass in fantasy football week one hey who doesn't but has anybody tried this in your house uh never with the 45 pounder so this guy was obviously five and a half, five he, and a half he was, pounds. yeah five and a half this was a lighter weight oh oh it was five and a half this, i don't know why i thought it was a 45 pounder i thought this no, guy was I don't, going i think it was just one of those set weights i mean then again i thought he was going for like the heavy it set. could be a typo because the weight that they're showing here that's broken up looks big i mean it does look like one of those 25 pounders or 40 i thought 40 i'm you thinking thought 40 45. i thought this guy went for the gusto <laughs> oh my gosh listen you like him thick geez that is impressive if that's a 45 pounder and you're you're wow the most impressive thing is this guy must be freaking i mean he must be mandingo baby arm down there because you're fisting up because thinking thinking about like a 45 pound bar that you put these plates on that those things are pretty in circumference i mean they're pretty girthy around so if this guy is getting stuck in one of these plates but this guy must be hammer you, jammer why are you not flashing during this why like are you i i get maybe working out gets people jacked yeah but like man. really are you Full on. You got that pump, man. You like, got that workout. Not, pump. not a half pump. We're talking full pump, yeah. ready to go here. Well, you know how it is, man. You start lifting weights, you get all veiny. You no, know, I get all I, I don't up. know how that is. Yeah, no. man. That's what happens. I haven't been to the gym in 26 years. Holy God. You're about to have your 27th birthday. That's exactly right. Well, here's what happens when you do cock ups at the gym, okay? You get the blood flowing, and then before you know it, you're, you're, you got stuck. You're rock hard. You're now okay. holding onto this weight. And then you got these veins. It looks really good. Don't get me wrong. I mean, there's nothing better than a workout pump. I think we can all agree with that. I would have liked to follow up to this. I would have liked video. I want to talk to this guy. I know Bab can't speak, but when you get your voice back, can you call Germany and see if he's down for an interview? I need to know if it was just Shaft or not. Because if he got just his Shaft stuck in there, this guy is half horse. Well, the article specifically said part. If it's Shaft and testicles oh they're going plural with that's that. two parts right they're yeah. not that's two parts no you're right i've I exited I out of it argue now, with that bab was dying to see the shaft stuck there was <laughs> couldn't see he, it he was like well, wait, wait i hear bull sack <laughs> did i hear pumped up veiny shaft <laughs> let me look <laughs> <laughs> i've been shoving 75 cent wieners down my throat all week oh man he does love a good 75 cent hot dog to oh, keep does. matters dirty because you know we like it dirty on the nosebleed seats Beep, beep. Nosebleed Seats podcast, by the way, Zach Wolchick, Eric Chief, follow 
producer Babs. Is that what this is? Let's get weird with Wolchuk segment right here. There was an, an article, a story last week that I chose not to use for weird, but it came out that Ted Cruz OTC. had liked a adult video mm. online. Really? And the actress who was involved in said video came out and basically said, that's gross, and he should have paid for it. Shoulda, coulda, woulda. He should have paid to see that video, and she was upset that he didn't. Well, the boys from uh, Funnier Die. Isn't that all that stuff free nowadays? I mean, come on. Oh, it's all free. Not that I would know, but it's all free. You just got to know where to look. But not that you would know. No. Do you? No. No, of course not. We've got... I'm too busy We at don't the do gym that. You're too busy at the gym. Plates. We've both got lovely girlfriends. Lovely. We are good, good, good... Christian and Jewish men. Love me some some Jillian, by the way. And Finally got to meet her a couple weeks ago. Bab keeps us in the straight and She's an angel. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Jill is great, yeah, right? Yeah, no, she's awesome. We I'm know. I'm happy for we've you. Had, no, I'm happy for you. Thank you. I appreciate you it. You got a good thing going. And she you fart actually, in front of her. I do so. fart in front of her. That's happened. She wants to come in and maybe sit through, uh, sit and see how the show goes. Oh, does she? Yeah, I know. We had Marion, your beautiful significant other. Sure did. Came and sat in, and, and I hope that we impressed her. Oh, we are. God, you wouldn't believe it. Your nipples. Remember the. Remember how your nipples they were, were that day. They very, were very, very hard and humming. That humming day. like they've never been before. Humming so she, as hell. She had the time of her life. I don't see why Jillian wouldn't either. I think she would. Now, a couple other ladies who they have them humming for a living. They came out and made a video to bash Ted Cruz for liking this adult video. Wait, so they're bashing him for liking their content? Their content. That'd be like someone tuning in a nosebleed seat saying, "Yo." I like this, and then I holler back with, "Hey, well, you, you know, suck. Ted Cruz has just been a running butt of jokes. Whether wh whatever your political format and opinion is, we're not here to get political. But Ted Cruz has just been on the other end of a lot of weird stories. He like, likes the butt. May or may not be a murderer, which they talk about in this video. May or may not be, who knows? Turns out he's just a pervert. He's a pervert who also tried to ban the use of sex toys." So I think that's why it's, it's hypocritical and ah, people are poking fun at this. He's so got some Hugh Freeze in him. We had some porn stars or adult film actresses, whatever you want to call. Let's be politically correct here, Get it. together with Funny or Die, and this is a very earmuffs, kids. Earmuffs, right? I had Bab hopefully clean this up. Please. It should be clean. God help us. But this video was too funny. I could not refrain from playing it. Here's this Funny or Die clip of major trolling on Ted Cruz. Hi. Hi. You might know me from adult films like Jews Love Black Busty Nurses 3. Mom, you're too drunk to drive. Um, Game of Bones, of course. But today I'm here to talk about Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz got caught liking porn on Twitter. And on behalf of all porn stars, I just want to say, gross. You Make me bark in my mouth a little bit. Ugh. Porn should be for all adults. Except for Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz tried to make sex toys illegal. What did this guy ever do to you? Ted Cruz thinks victims of rape and incest shouldn't be able to get abortions. Ted Cruz wants women to have less access to birth control. Ted Cruz may or may not be the Zodiac Killer. I mean, there's really no way to know for sure. Bottom line there is, you go. we don't want our films anywhere near Ted Cruz because He's too gross. And we've seen a lot of gross things. Like, I've been peed in my butt and in my <laughs> I have seen things you can't imagine coming what? out of the <laughs> of some of my coworkers. I've snorted Ted Cruz is grosser than all of that combined. It's like 
Not even close. So please, Ted Cruz, stay the hell away from us. Can you just back the f up? Stop watching porn. I can feel your tiny beady eyes staring at me and it gives my soul diarrhea. How am I supposed to explain to my family that Ted Cruz might watch my videos? And really, Ted, pay up instead of watching porn for free on Twitter. We pay your salary. Give our bank accounts a it's just good manners. Also, who just likes a video on Twitter? Give a girl a retweet. And maybe don't be so gross. You're literally the worst, Ted Cruz. You're the worst, Ted Cruz. You, Ted Cruz. You, Ted Cruz. You, Ted Cruz, because I'm not going to. <laughs> oh, my. And you know what? Don't even think about to this video. This is a family website. So Walchick, the guy who said, hey, guys, we need to uh, we need to start bleeping things out and uh, cleaning up the show a little bit, decides to bring that to the table. That is just too in good. In an 360-degree turnaround. Not I, – I had to play it. Hey, kudos to Bab. Bab cleaned <laughs> that up pretty no, – for the most part. And that's really what I, I want to say, Bab. How much, to the humor. how much fun did you have cutting that up, Bab, throwing the beeps in there? He's just giving me a voiceless head shake. Yep. He loved it. I know he loved it, though, because beforehand I told you how long that video was. And you were like, well, do we need that? And Bab's like, yeah, yeah, we need the whole thing. It, yeah. It's gold. No, no, it was. It's hilarious. That was unbelievable. Bleep you, Ted Cruz. Wow. Hey, you know what? Ted Cruz should have been, at the very least, a, a biggest L honorable mention. I mean, well, my God, what am I We can add him now. My gosh. Yeah, tack him Well, see, that's why I don't, list. you know, I, I didn't want you ruining my segment. I never do that. Ever. No, you you ruin our segments that we do together. Exactly, because what's mine is yours, babe. You're right, mi casa es tu casa. But poor Ted Cruz. Now he's just getting it from all different angles, if you know what I mean. Boom! An uplifting story. Nice. <laughs> Thank you. To to get away from that, this is a warm fuzzy. Please, yeah, yeah. Oh, this is this is totally still, appropriate. We're still in kids, the warm and you fuzzy. You can now you can now listen, kids. And Bab, I don't know if you pulled these cuts. Those. Two short ones. Tonight. Okay, sweet. Yeah, Bab's on his game today. He so, can't talk, but God dang it, he's doing it big. On Let's Get Weird, we've had a couple of stories about people who, whether they've been in a trunk, whether they've been on the hood or on, on the back of a car, but they hold on for long distances. And we we got so much respect for these people. We Major can't, respect. We, we, have, we can't even begin to say it. This is not a human being, though. This is an animal. What? A stowaway koala survived a 10-mile ride hidden behind a wheel of a car. Good night, koala. Unbelievable. A koala is alive after a truck driver unknowingly drove for about 10 miles while the animal clung to the inside of his car's wheel. Unbelievable. I am curious how they know it was 10 miles. It's like, did you interview the koala afterwards well, and say, so hey, when did you jump on here, bud? The truck driver got out of the car and heard crying or a noise under the car. I hate when that happens. And this is exactly 10 miles after he'd started driving. So the assumption is obviously the koala had crawled in there. He koaled in there. And the guy that he koaled in there, yeah, I like that. He had koaled in there. And the guy had driven for 10 miles, stopped, and then he heard, oh my gosh, there's this weird noise. Let's check it out. Last time this happened, uh, well, damn near almost went to prison. He found a koala, and we've actually got a little bit of a story as to what happened here. Cut one, is the koala, like, what what went down? Have you heard this before? What's going down? I've never seen anything like that, and it's absolutely incredible. She was crying a little bit. Uh, she was a little bit shaken. She was certainly in shock, uh, but I rushed her straight to uh, vet. Well, the wheel had to be pried off to get the animal, which is estimated 16 years, or six, excuse me, six years old, had minor injuries, and it was covered in oil and grease. Now, obviously, you can imagine 
that's not good for the animal's health. So now that they found the animal, it was safely and securely removed. Is the koala okay? After everything that she's been through, she's had so much stress and trauma to see her just toddle off and up the tree. And um, currently she's found the biggest fork in the tree. Uh, she's snuggled up and she's fast asleep. Well, the survivor uh, was able to be released Saturday, this little koala on private property, and the owners promised to keep an eye on her to ensure safety. So Bad parenting. I, mean, the, God, I believe the people that were being interviewed there, that woman takes care of koalas and other animals in what is, I don't know if it's like a rescue area. but Keep track of your herd there, The koala lady. looked like that it was having a great time playing on trees. And just, cars. It just toddled off, you know, it just toddled off there. But sure. uh, thank God, you know, it survived that traumatic experience for that six-year-old koala. Of course, this story is took the, place is, in Australia. Is that more impressive than than the one from last time? Because, we, like you said, we've had a handful of these no, car hang on, the drag, mo- yeah. not know you're on here. The most impressive had to be the guy that hung on to the back of a car for four miles, drunk and asleep. Yeah. Oh, that's right, because he was sleeping. Yes. And was still on the car. And then the people got pulled over. Unknowingly, even they're like, "What? What we are you a... pulling us over for? We're going the right. We're, we're we're going the speed limit. Like, what the app? You know, you've got a human being asleep, yeah, hanging onto the back of your car as you drive down the highway right now. Yeah, that's more impressive. Than wait, the wait, wait, wait. What do you mean? Like, what? A human? A, a sleeping person? I didn't think that was possible. Yeah, well, it happened. Good night. And I love koalas, and I felt like you know that's not the greatest story for weird in the world. It wasn't anything that crazy, but. It was a nice segue from the other thing. Yeah, you ain't kidding, man. So that got weird. I hope you enjoyed it. Bleep you, Ted Cruz. Episode 31 edition of Let's Get Weird with Wolchuk. No Split Seats podcast. Myself, Zach Wolchuk, alongside Eric Giafalo, producer Bam. We now shift focus to the UFC. And uh, I also saw films. So this is what we're going to do. We're going to talk about the UFC. Like a Ted Cruz kind of Fight film, Night in or? Pittsburgh. I went and saw a movie, and I really wanted to get Babs' review for It. Because you and I had a disagreement. I thought it was very good. Yeah. You thought It, the movie. I was right, and you were wrong. Was not very good. We will get Babs' interview next week when he's got his voice back. Because he's an It freak. He's a Stephen King blowhard. He wants to talk about this movie. He wants to talk about it. I mean, he's it. chomping at the bit right now. He's never been so pissed off that he can't talk. So much so that we, we asked him. We were like, Bab, just give us a thumbs up, a thumbs to the side, or a thumbs down. What'd you think? Two thumbs up right now. Two Look thumbs up. Two thumbs up. So we'll hear. And one of them's going right into Walchick's. Whoa. Where's Ted Cruz when you need him? So the UFC this past weekend in Pittsburgh, I talked about it last week, had a fight night headline by Luke Rockhold who fought Mr. David Branch, who was a two-weight world champion in another fighting promotion. Rockhold's the sexy guy, right? Didn't we, Rockhold's didn't the we sexy talk guy. About we discovered him last week. So a little bit of background about Luke Rockhold. He's the former middleweight champion of the world. He defeated then-champion Chris Weidman to win the belt. Sexy. Then he was suf- supposed to rematch Chris Weidman. Yeah, that was maybe the sexiest UFC fight ever with Weidman and Rockhold. Oh, yeah. Same we need to power rank those yeah, that was, We, should, we should go through there. That was a good one. Rockhold's the man. Yeah, he's, he's good looking. So those two got scheduled for a rematch. Weidman had to withdraw because he was having back issues, ended up having back surgery. Story of my life. And Michael Bisping, the longtime middleweight contender, gets the title shot as a replacement to Luke Rockhold. Now, Rockhold had beaten Bisping. Via submission, 
in a fight that they'd had several years prior. The rematch, Luke Rockhold came in talking a lot of mess, probably was a little overconfident. Michael Bisping, one and done, boom. Knocks him out in the first round via TKO. So now, the first fight since, Rockhold is now fighting David Branch, and he looked good. David Branch came out, really brought the pressure early, rocked Rockhold a couple times, but Luke Rockhold came back, winner rocked him. by TKO. And after the fight, he's looking straight at Michael Bisping. He knows what he wants. Right now, Bisping is scheduled to fight George St. Pierre, who's making his long-awaited return to the Octagon. St. Pierre, who is originally the welterweight world champion. So welterweight is the 170 class. Middleweight is the 185 class. So now you've got GSP coming back for the first time he's fought in about four years, three to four years. And he's not even fighting at his original weight. He's moving up to 185 to challenge Michael Bisping, the current middleweight contender. Luke Rockhold not having any of it. His fight, post-fight press conference, Bab, we've got the audio basically calling out GSP and Michael Bisping. I'm coming for that belt. GSP, I don't know what I need to do. You want me to beat some sense into you? You don't belong here. You're going to get crushed. Better back out. Get out of this thing while you still can. This is my fight. This is my fight. And I'll be there soon as, sooner than you, mother. Let's go. Gosh, that was the weakest. Was that not the weakest thing you've ever heard? That did not sound like he was meaning any of that. Sounded, that sounded forced. Very, very forced. Like all the comedy that was in the It movie. I forced. think so, too. I agree with you 100%. Is that Rockhold? That was Rockhold. And that's the thing about Luke. Thank he's, God he's good looking. Geez, he's a talented man, that fighter. That was the worst sell of a fight I've ever heard. He sounded dude. like someone wrote that form, and he was like, I guess I'll say it. But he just sounds forced. Now, his demise and just disgust and hatred for Michael Bisping, I think, is 100% true. Those two don't like each other. Feels fake. And I'd love to see a fight. But Rock, Rockhold's a fake. His whole coming out and bravado and calling out, yeah, I, I'm with you. It felt very forced. It felt like he was trying to put on a little bit of a show to sell. Because suck, that's Rockhold. what it's all about. If the UFC feels like they can sell Bisping versus Rockhold, GSP screws around. We know Dana White's not going to hesitate pulling GSP's ass from Ricard. Maybe that is the replacement. Rockhold just got ugly to me. He's not even He's not even cute Not anymore. even good looking not anymore. Not even good looking Oh, anymore. no. He just ruined it all. Friday night, September 22nd, UFC Fight Night is in Japan. Ovin St. Facing, facing Japan's own Okami. The co-main event will be Claudia like Gedalia versus Jessica Andrade in what should be a pretty good fight between those two bantamweight contenders. And, of course, the rest of it has a lot of Japanese uh, UFC fighters. That, the UFC does a good job of trying to cater to the country or city they're at. They'll try and put homegrown names on that card, and they've done a good job with Japan. A lot of fighters, to be honest, I, I have not seen before. So that'll be fun to see some fresh blood. UFC 216, the start of October, uh, October 7th, the first big card. Ferguson versus Lee for the interim lightweight title. Winner thinks they've got a fight with Conor McGregor lined up. I got news for you. The UFC Yoda has spoken. Conor McGregor and Nate Diaz 3 will be happening. Oh, wow. We have, a, we have a double character thing going here. Let's see who's stronger. Who's got Whose force is stronger? Is One it with the, the UFC force. Yoda or is it the football Yoda? That Only will be time will tell. Conor McGregor's next fight. The co-main event for that is now Demetrius Mighty Mouse Johnson versus Ray Borg, which was rescheduled. That was supposed to be the main event for UFC 215 that just happened two weeks ago. That 
canceled due to Ray Borg's injury, now moved to the co-main for 216. And we're all awaiting UFC 217. I already talked about Bisping St. Pierre, the main event, but this card is loaded. Three title fights, Cody Garbrandt, TJ Dillashaw, former tough head coaches, former teammates were broken up. Team Alpha Male, you notoriously, Conor McGregor, the notorious, in his tough season with Uriah Faber, called TJ Dillashaw a snake in the grass. TJ slithered off to join Dwayne Bang Ludwig's gym in Colorado, leaving Team Alpha Male and Cody Garbrandt. So those two have bad blood. Yoni on Jacek versus Rose Namajunas for the strawweight title. And Stephen Wonderboy Thompson will face Jorge Masvidal as well on that card. You've got Johnny Hendricks. Uh, just so many great, great names. Corey Anderson's on there. It's going to be fun. Mickey Gall. Sounds Lots like of just, good fights I mean, coming just up. just sounds like a blast. I mean, I can't think of anything I know, I'm looking forward to more. You're chubbing hard. Now, I know that you were a big Ronda Rousey fan. Oh, man. I think everyone was in her heyday. Huge. Ronda was great. I loved Ronda. I thought Ronda had the best mean face in sports, arguably. Well, Chris Cyborg's come out and said maybe she wants to fight Ronda Rousey. Cyborg's got the best mean face because her face is just constantly that. Like she that is her change. face. She's, that is her face, exactly. Not going to argue. And Chris Cyborg is the most dominant female fighter in sports right now. Exactly. She would, she would eat Ronda's face off. That would happen. And she looks like her name sounds. Like Chris Cyborg. She looks, she like, looks a cyborg. like Chris Cyborg. Like exactly what she was supposed to be named when she was born. Yes, she does. I, I don't want to see that happen. Ronda needs you don't want to, to see Ronda get her face eaten? No, Ronda needs that beautiful to face never fight in the UFC again. She needs to officially retire from the UFC and go go to the WWE and make money or do whatever else you want to do. Just sell do out. Not, yeah, just sell out, Ronda. What are you doing? Sell out. Do, your, your, your career is done in the Ultimate Fighting Championship, so please do not embarrass yourself. I don't know, man. And go and fight. I'm always down for a good face eating. Chris Cyborg. That does it for UFC talk. Now we shift gears to film. Weekend box office. It repeats as champion again with $60.1 million. The new movie, Ameri Boo. American Assassin. It is great. Go and see Boo. it. It is amazing. Wait for Redbox. No, no, no. Ba twice. Bab will support me in all endeavors next week no, he when won't. he's got Bab, his voice back. Bab, will you support him right now? Because if you, Bab, if you agree with Walter, just get to the mic and just say you do. Thank you, Bab. Is that because he can't talk? You know he's playing the It theme song right now? Good for him. Because it's so damn good. So damn not good. American Assassin was Sucked. number two. Oh, the Assassin of Americans? Did you see that? That seemed like a movie maybe you'd be interested no, in. No, I'm, you like I'm bad down films. with that. Yeah, no, I'm down with that. But you I'm don't like the good red box. I am going to wait for Redbox. What about uh, how did uh, 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 Wind River? Ooh, Wind River. How Wind did that one do? Because, I, I again, I we talked about it last week. I hear that movie is one of the best movies that my, that people have seen in a long time. Wind River number low six, budget, I think, pretty good. Made two point six million, and I went and saw it last night. Actually, oh, did you? You were just refusing to go with me. I didn't so get the busy. invite. I didn't get the invite. So busy with all of your things. You definitely did not text me. So I texted you. Did you Snapchat me? I Snapchatted you several things. I know you didn't tweet me. I didn't tweet you about it. No, because I, then everyone would have shown up to the theater. Fair point. Wind River, very very good movie. Now it's it brings up kind of a social issue that I think a lot of people are unaware of. Mm. And that's the fact that Wind River is an Indian reservation. So it basically follows a veteran tracker who works for the Fish and Wildlife Department in Wind River, which is played by Jeremy Renner, and an FBI agent who gets sent to Wind River to follow up on what is 
thought of as a potential homicide, mm-hmm. who is the beautiful. I'm trying to find... Uh, say, I'm on the edge of my seat here. The beautiful who? Elizabeth Olsen. Oh, I thought you were going to say David Rockhold. Luke. It's Luke. Luke Rockhold. David Branch is the man he was fighting. That's right. Elizabeth Olsen, who for some reason is very, very low down on this cast list considering she was like the co-star of this film. But Massage it, it was good. It's basically like a crime drama murder thriller in a way. It's a bit of a slow burn. There are parts of it that... It's a a little slow. Don't you love a slow burn? But the ending is well worth it. Essentially, people out here, man, on these Indian reserves, they've got to just fend for themselves. Totally. They've got to fend for themselves. Nobody's out there to support them. They've got limited resources. A lot of people do not care about missing females. Native American females is not even a stat that is kept. I'm sure Kevin Durant would defend these people. Nobody knows how how many missing Native American women have gone missing ever like it's not a stat that's kept i thought that, that was really shocking. Yeah. I, I thought that was in the box score every sunday it's weird there's 12 unsolved murders of young women on an indian reservation of about six thousand people mm. that's that, that sounds that's fun to talk that sounds like it would just be fun to talk about it's not wow. fun to talk about but it is an interesting story that should be told and when river does it and what is for the most part an entertaining fat well-acted fashion it's a movie that yeah i, I think your brother was right i liked it it was good. Better than it? I thought I liked it a little more. Oh, snap it. I liked it more. You're sick. But Wind River, pretty solid. It's got an 8.0 on IMDb for those of you that care about that kind of thing. Hour and 47 minutes long. Do yourself a favor. Not a bad movie to Redbox if you want as well. Curl up on the couch. Check it out. I'm a Redboxer, baby. Redbox and chill. Redbox red and bang. That's right. Redbox red and, and bang. bang, baby. Thank you, Bab, for the... Nudge. Red box and banks. That does it for UFC, movie, entertainment. Whew, are you sure that, that's it, man? Because I, I mean, listen, I can never get enough of that stuff. I know you love it. It's top of the line stuff here. I mean, Even though you've geez. got terrible, terrible taste in just about everything. We now move to the end of the show. Mm. Nosebleed Seats Podcast, Zach Wolchick, Eric Chief Follow Producer Bab. Is it time? It's time. Oh, geez. I'm excited. We don't have any imaging yet, do we? Still workshopping I don't imaging. I know if we've got foot Yoda imaging or not. That's something well, we're we gonna get to about. it. We are gonna get to it, but we're gonna put our brains together. I mean, Bab can't even talk for Christ's sake. So but, we'll yeah, regather it's, it's ourselves. Been, he's still done a great job though, I think. Goes for Bab. We'll get we'll we'll get some treatment. All right. Ah, there we go. That, that, that's got the Yoda vibe to it. Better Way than to go, nothing. Bad. Better Way to than come nothing. in there. All right. We got some Star Wars theme music. So, so NFL so Week 3. Just give me the, the meat, the, the stuff. You've already had the visions. You, you know what's going to come to fruition. Give me your locks. Give me your five locks. Five? The guarantee victories. Five locks? Well, you've had you've had 16 of them because there's 16 games on Sunday. You've had 16 visions. All I want Five's is five. a lot. Y- at least three. I'll give, I'll give you three. All right. I'll give you, you three. Sick dog. The first one being, and now this isn't one that's out on a limb. I think most people would agree with this, but this is a team that's played New England tough. By the way, everybody get out your pens and paper right now because we're only going to do this once, and and we don't need you tweeting us, bombarding us. You you send us so many emails, we can't even think straight, all right? So get your pen out, get your paper, and write this crap down. You're only going to hear it once. This is the Yoda himself. The New England Patriots will defeat the Houston Texans at home. You're kidding. No, I'm not kidding. That's that's Any actually going to happen. I'm not going to give you scores. Jeez, okay, so you are going bold. I didn't know you were going this bold. I'm not going to give you scores, but that will happen. I also do believe 
in the, the Tennessee Titans are going to defeat the Seattle Seahawks at home this week. Do you? To go to 3-0. Yeah, I do. I think the is Titans... It, is it a think thing or is it a no thing? No, this is... Will, everything I say will happen. I just need to get out of the habit of saying think. Yes. Because you never know for sure. But yes, then again, you, I know for except sure. Except for when you're the football Yoda. Yeah. I mean, and, come and, on. And, and you're I not playing by the same But rules. even Yoda never knew for sure, for sure. Like, think about it. The Chosen One was Anakin. I don't know that he foresaw Anakin turning to the dark side. So some of these teams might turn to the dark side and give me the big bird. But one or two, all right? Let's just bring some But these two here. will not. The Titans and Patriots will win. I think the Titans over the Seahawks is a little bold. I mean, it is the Seahawks. Oh, I mean, it's almost, it's almost as bold as Patriots over, over Texans. That one's not bold. The other one. And you're not going to like it. Oh, jeez. Are you serious? You're not doing this right now, week three? What do you think I'm going to do? You're going to give the J-E-T-E's a freaking victory? Wait a minute. Why do you think that? The one-in-one Dolphins come next week? Is that what you're hinting at there, Yoda? Well... Yeah, you definitely... Okay, That this is clearly one of your fuzzy visions here. This is get, obviously the one you're not really sure about. Let me clean it up a Maybe little bit. Maybe a little dark side action. Let me close my eyes. Let me look. Let me look. MetLife Stadium. Yep. Around 1 o'clock Eastern, noon Central, what happens? Dolphins, cheats. Ooh. Smoking Jay. They do it. They win. They win. Yes, the Dolphins will be Miami Dolphins. Sing it, partner. Thank you, Football Yoda. I liked. I, I had to make it a little difficult, but I, I I do think the Dolphins will beat the Jets. It'll be a close one. It'll be tight. Hey, it's, hey listen, it's a it's division, a division game. game. They know each other. But the Finns will find a way to go fishing and come away victorious. We always do, baby. In Jersey. 2-0 Dolphins. Man, that's got a nice ring to it. Now, there are some other games that I think are, are very interesting. Lions at home versus the Falcons. Two 2-0 teams. Where, what are your thoughts there? The Lions are a scrappy bunch. I think they've played very good. And the Falcons, a team that I really expected to have a Super Bowl hangover, and they have not. Well, week one, it was like, uh, is it a Super Bowl hangover? Because you barely beat the Bears. But then you come out at home. The thing is, the Falcons are a much better team at home. Well, they're but they're all, also, yeah. but they're also a really good team just on the turf in those indoor stadiums. Mm -hmm. That's what Detroit is. I think, well, Vic Beasley just got hurt. Does that change things for you in Atlanta? I mean, Detroit's going to be on a short week, but they are at home. And now you have Vic Beasley with a hamstring that just got ripped off the bone. I think that's a pick em game, to be honest. That's why I stayed away from it, from football. Yoda, that one's too cloudy for me to even. Yeah, it's a little fuzzy. See what happens. I'm, I'm going Falcons. But the, the, the Lions are a gutsy bunch, man. You said it. They're scratch they're they're scrappy. And Matt Stafford is known for his come from behind nineteen to seventeen victories. How excited are you for Thursday night football? We got the Rams and Niners, baby. Man, Thursday night football, it, it does it get any better? <laughs> it doesn't get any better than Thursday night. I mean, Thursday besides night. NC State Wolfpack talk uh, and, and UFC film talk. Yeah, I, I love I think Thursday night football. Next in line is Thursday night football. When you talk about the Rams, you're talking about Sean McVay and them boys. Should we get rid of Thursday Sean night McVay football? Sean McVay and the 49ers. Yes, we should. Just for the health of the Do players. Do you think it's the it's the play on oh Bab, he rings. You know what the last Thursday night game was? Wait, what speak up? The last Thursday night. What's wrong with you? Bab? Game that involved the Chargers or the uh, the Rams and 49ers. What game was that, Bab? That was the Kevin Harlan drunk guy call.
Oh, oh, do we have that? Gives us time to, to look second. back and reminisce on because some nostalgia. Because that's always worth playing. Kevin Harland, he calls, it was this, it was the streaker, wasn't it? Oh, it was streaker, a streaker on the field. Sexy streaker running through the field. Yeah, that, that that's a perfect excuse. Look, this game might not be terrible, but it's a bad matchup. It's, it's not gonna, a matchup it, you want to put on. Oh, it, here we go. It, goofball in a hat. And a red shirt. Now he takes off the shirt. He's running down the middle by the 50. He's at the 30. He's bare-chested and banging his chest. Now he runs the opposite way. He runs at the 50. He runs at the 40. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. The 20. They're chasing him. They're not going to get him. Waving his arms, bare-chested. Somebody stop Look that out. man. Here comes the blue coat. Oh, Kevin. they got him. Here comes coming the blue from the left. Oh, and they tackle him at the 40-yard line. Absolutely brilliant from Kevin Harlan. Always love a good excuse. So good. To get nostalgic. There's a London game this week, Eric. Hey, mate. So football will start at 8.30 Central, 9.30 on the East Coast. Heck, we'll have football on at 7 or what? what is it, 6.30 on the West Coast? Man, if you're on the West Coast, you got to be just chomping at the beat. Damn, that's a full day. You're going to wake Jacks. up at 6.30 in the morning and watch the worst football game you've seen since Thursday. Ravens-Jaguars? You think that's going to be a bad one? That's going to be the worst game you've seen since Thursday. Will it be the worst game all day? It'll be all the Sunday. worst game you've seen since Thursday. Will it be a better game than Browns-Colts? No. Or no. Yes, 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 yes. It will be better than Browns-Colts. Yes, because Browns-Colts... Jeez. That's the most uninviting game on the schedule. The Giants go to Philadelphia. The Giants, I don't know what's going on. I I the do. Thing. They don't have a they don't have an offensive line. Yeah, I they think have a statue I think I need to take myself out of any besides the Cowboys any NFC East talk. I think I'm just too in, emotionally invested. I'm too blinded by how these teams play the Cowboys and my thoughts of them. I thought the Giants would be a competitive bunch, and they look like trash. Hey, man, you're taking a look in the mirror. I'm just real. I'm just you don't recognizing like you real. See. I'm trying to grow and improve as a human. And I just don't think, don't listen to my opinion when it comes to anybody other than the Cowboys and the NFCs because I'm just, I can't see clearly. What about Football Yoda? Can we listen to him? No. Or, or no? Football Yoda's judgment is, is clouded. Yeah. And I think that that's one of the greatest things about Football Yoda is I know the flaws and weaknesses, my young Padawan. And mm. I'm trying to grow and adjust. Therefore, you. My Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yes, sir. I give you the reins on the Eagles, Giants, and Redskins. Oh, accepted, man. Really? You mean that? I mean that. You're going to really do that? Yes. Gosh, I've never been this... Ha I've never just... I'm so overwhelmed right now. It is yours and your first official Oh, my duty. gosh. Am I, are you sure I'm ready for this, though? I think you are ready. Oh, man. What an honor. What a freaking This honor. will end the show, my friend, so make sure it is good. Oh, yes, sir. I ask you two things. <sighs> Giants at Eagles and Raiders at Redskins. What are the results? Give me the Raiders and give me the Eagles. Because the Giants offensive line is the worst thing I've seen in decades. And Kirk Cousins, well, that's all I have to say. Beast Mode is going to run through the faces of the Skins. Yes! And the Fletcher Coxes of the world are going to be so far up the asses of the Eli Mannings of the world, he won't be able to think straight. Cox-a-doodle-doo. Boom, baby. I love it. It feels so good. Doesn't it feel good? I've never had, I mean, literally, I cannot express how I feel right now. The I, I don't have the words. All, baby. I'm the NFC's Yoda. And it feels so good.
No Split Seats Podcast. Zach Wolchuk, Eric Chiafala, producer Bab. That is episode 31 in the books. Hope everybody enjoys their weekend of college football, of high school football, of NFL football, starting Thursday night. With Rams and Niners, don't forget That'll it. be the third worst game you see all week. Set your clocks. We'll be back next week, as always, to digest it all. Thank you, S&D Media. Susanna and Deja. Susanna was in here. Loving doing it. Doing her work. Killing it. We should have some picks, maybe some vids coming your way. Follow us at Nosebleed Pod, or just check out our website, nosebleedseatsradio.com. All of our stuff is there. Hit us up on iTunes or Blog Talk Radio. Listen, like, subscribe, tell your friends. Thank you again to the Diamond Broker. Anybody who needs their jewelry needs filled, go to the Diamond Broker in Dallas. And if you're out of state, contact him anyway. I guarantee you, Robert, can find a way to make your dreams happen. This has been a presentation of Nosebleed Seats Radio. Hugs and hand pounds, everybody. Come poised. Again!